okay so man here we are again is this a podcast a said this is number six already i know right i was just looking at this too <laughs> because we was talking about it the other gotta, day gotta carry the one um no you so hold on one. hold on so <laughs> yeah i believe this is six okay because we technically this is going to be like the the seventh one but we did a two-parter with a different like so oh, yeah this is the sixth there we go okay i'm sorry y'all so we <laughs> we uh we have some interesting topics man we're going to talk about luna we're going to talk about jenny and we got a fun topic to talk about but before we get into that man we got a special guest with us today we got k-pop prince man what's going on what's up guys thank you for having me i really appreciate it uh always wanted to be on a podcast so this is really nice <laughs> oh, that's, dope. <laughs> that's dope man <laughs> So before we get started, somebody from your Discord asked me to ask you an uncomfortable question. Oh, oh damn! Oh, like oh. so Why? They told me, <laughs> I, I can't. I didn't write down the name, but oh. they'll probably they'll probably tell you in their Discord. But they told me to ask you about your foot fetish. Oh my God! I can't wow. believe you're bringing oh, this. That's how we started today. Yo, that's how to we started. Okay. Toes. No, I. This, wow, is your, this is this is from your discord this is bad this is bad see it's a running joke on our discord um i, I kind of like to be a, the, the punching bag i think that's really fun especially when you're like i, I don't want to say that because it's weird like of the talent the person on camera mm -hmm. in, in some way yeah. um i like to be the punching bag in some ways i think it's fun for your community mm -hmm. and that's a running joke and i always say like man if there are lurkers in here or if this gets out to youtube and people like think this which hey no hate you have your own thing that's cool that's like if you're into that that's awesome i'm not so then like uh, <laughs> but hey it's cool whatever i'm gonna find out what your name is and we'll, we'll take care of it <laughs> there we go. you are banned <laughs> you're banned <laughs> Oh man, that was, that was, that, that's a that's an icebreaker right there. <laughs> Big ice, right? Oh god. So, uh, yeah, K-pop Prince, you came through. You uh, you were on the um, tune trials. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was that, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Rough showing for me, although I, ha I have I have qualms. I have qualms about this. The, the Let setup. us know. Hey, if I knew that I could just start riddling off names. Like, <laughs> There we like go. it was rapid fire no, it, in my head it was like the one answer i give that's it that's it hey meanwhile people are like let's like who's who's a k-pop artist let me list what's there who we else? go <laughs> wikipedia <laughs> oh, man. it's a different world when them lights are on so look i'm with you true, i'm the true. same as that way you put them, them lights and them cameras and put a time in front of me <laughs> You, you barely get a uh from me once you get in that hot seat everything you're like oh i know huh like all right huh yeah so it's okay you probably watched it back like how didn't i get that but yeah like seriously speaking people don't understand like you know it until you're asked mm -hmm. yeah and when you're asked all of a sudden you really draw a blank because that like you said the timer ticking is just like it, i don't know it just does something to you where you're just like i just forget it i yeah. knew what it was a second yeah. ago just just think of it like taking a test in school like you just looked at your answer sheet prior to the exam and now it's down in front of you now put a camera on you while you're taking that test <laughs> that's what it's like that is what it's like or, or, or when the teacher is standing right behind you right there yep yep sure you want to put that down there yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> 
Yeah, so uh, how did you get started doing K-pop reactions, Prince? Oh, man. So I was always like a real casual K-pop fan. So all the way back starting in like 2008. Mm. So nice. Girls' Generation's G was was my first K-pop song. Uh, and it started off how I think it is for a lot of people, especially maybe back then when it was just less prevalent, where you hear it and it's so foreign and different to your normal taste that you're like, this is strange. I don't like this. And then you come back to it and you're like, I kind of just want to hear that song again. Okay, wait, I like this. All right, I do like this. And you just come to terms with it, especially back then when I'm, you know, I'm 17 years old back then. And very opinionated um so so yeah it was kind of a growing thing for me so it's like i knew that and then like uh twice's debut and some older songs like um uh, some got seven songs i casually kept up with it but never knew much about it until like 2018 when i started getting more into it and that's when i really started to understand the industry and how it works and how the trainee process is and the whole machine. Uh, and I found it so very interesting and so different from my normal flavor of music that it was really a positive thing because I usually like much darker, depressing music. <laughs> so oh, <shut> <laughs> it, it was a nice change of pace. And then um, come the pandemic, the Stray Kids comeback, um, which again, of course, I missed on the tune trials. Um, <laughs> of course, God's Menu was coming up and I was so excited None of my friends are into this like whatsoever, and I wanted to share it with somebody. So I was like, "I'll tr I'll try the whole reaction thing." So cool. that's kind of how it that's, came to be. Uh, that's cool. Man, that's actually really dope that's story. Deep, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God's menu to join to head everybody falling out of their seats. So that oh, was yeah. your first reaction video, God's menu. My, my first reaction video, I think, actually was um, prior to that. I think it was their song. It was either the trailer, the teaser to God's Menu, or it was their song Top, you know, their Japanese track. Okay, okay. So it was one of those two, which don't don't go back and watch those. <laughs> yeah, go. Don't go back and watch those. It's a it's a production. I'm being lit by just one lamp in my room. Oh yeah. I I, I I used to have the sun coming in, and I used to have um a piece of cardboard with tin foil over it. There you go. To then That's go off and, and to li and to light myself. Wow. <laughs> That's straight up of YouTube University, man. You yeah. know, yeah. use it's organic you. light and then get something to reflect that light. You're like good. That. that that's that's an origin story theme. Like oh, yes. I just when he said that it, it just makes me think of uh hustling flow when they went oh, to make yeah. they went to the fast food restaurant to get the uh, uh the, cup holders. The cup holders and the, they were stapling them yeah. to the wall for soundproofing. Yeah. Yes. Using the back of the Capri signs. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's yeah. cool. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. So after you did that first reaction, uh do you remember what the initial like vibe was from uh you know from the comments? Uh, from the comments, it was mostly so in I find that in reactions, people are so excited to teach you and to help you discover that is that is a big factor. Um, so people are always so very helpful and very nice. And and it's all very positive. Um, I was responding you know, to every comment I could. I'm someone who is definitely a bit more introverted. Uh, me being in front of the camera, not my typical vibe. I'm, I'm a relatively quiet person. Mm. Uh, so doing this is like a it was a big it was a big jump for me um 
to put yourself out there in that way. So to get like positive feedback early on, like felt really, really nice and just oh, that's cool. slightly validating of just um, maybe you, you can do this. Cause for so many years I had wanted to do some form of, uh, you know, put out there yourself content, a singular creator kind of thing, whether it be with video games or what have you. But my idea in the back of my head was always like, you're, you're no, you're no entertainer. Don't, don't try it. And I don't know. I necessarily don't think I'm amazing at, at what I do or they're just reactions, but Hey, they, they make my day. They make some other people's day and that's enough for me. So. Yeah. Do you remember like which reaction that it was that you were just like, man, this, my channel is actually working. Like, do you remember which reaction that was that? Yeah. I think it was as I started to routinely check out the same group. So like, as I'm like doing almost to where it feels um, like you're following up on, on episodic content, like checking out all that idol has, has to offer uh, all that say like when we we're getting to day six, very early on that it felt like I started to see the same names and faces of like, Oh, people are coming back. Uh, so, so that's important. You definitely have your one-offs that just pop off. Like, I think I remember my Blackpink's ice cream video did like 70,000 views in the first handful of days, which mm. for that's like crazy for me. So I was like, <laughs> this is, this is unbelievable. Um, but that is always very isolated. Uh, having, having those big peaks only help you so much. They don't really turn into more subscribers or more loyal uh, supporters. It's really when I started the discord and started the Patreon and had people that now I know by name and that I can put a group to if I know they love this. And you have a core support. That, that's what I'd always say. Like, I would rather have, you know, the 500, you know, to a thousand really great core supporters than 500,000 subs or anything like that. It feels yeah. intimate and nice. And I like small creators that know you by name and take their time to interact with you. And I've always kind of wanted to to be that. Um, so it's been nice thinking at least that I that I do that. <laughs> so I'm guessing that that interaction back and forth kind of keeps you wanting to do it just because of that community, that sense of community and everything like that. Absolutely. I think community is huge in K-pop because that's kind of what this is all about uh, for me. Uh, it, yeah. it was forming something to where I didn't have it previously. My friends are not into this we come from a background of loving like metal and hardcore music and oh, maybe some like pop punk or or yeah that 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 was our shit going to hardcore shows and things so k-pop could not be more the antithesis of that and <laughs> that definitely it's bright <laughs> yeah it's a big switch and uh that's what i loved it for though that's it was giving me something different it was giving me positivity in a time during the pandemic where there wasn't a lot of it um so it was very soothing and therapeutic to have that. And then having the community on top of that, people to talk to, especially now, it feels almost like I'm in a second pandemic because I just moved across the country not too long ago mm. by myself, no friends, no family where I am. And it's very isolating, but having that community keeps you going, keeps you sane in some way from feeling the cabin fever. So the community is super big and important to me in that way specifically. Amen. Oh. Yeah, man. It's, look, um, 
you know, I, I'm connecting with you, you know, because I'm also from the Shy Guy community. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know, you know, being on camera is definitely just something that's very unique. So uh, I want to ask you, like, um, how was it like coming up with your name? Um, you know, K-pop Prince. You know, for us right now, I feel like a K-pop professor. But um, <laughs> how, how was it coming up with the name itself? So th this is funny. People in my Discord right now are laughing about this because um, any anytime I were to make a, a comment or say something that goes against the grain, as we were talking before we filmed, uh, is uh, people saying this guy calls himself a K-pop prince. He only scored <laughs> oh, he, he only scored sixty nine points in the team trials. He has a no shit. Like yeah, people were people were a little. Oh my yeah. gosh, guys. Hey. It's it's my name. Oh, it's, it's 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 my last name. <laughs> oh dang! Okay. It's it's it, it's my literal name. It's just with K-pop in the in the front. Like that's all it is. <laughs> I'm, you can't I'm not calling myself. Away. Yeah, I'm not calling myself the prince away. of anything. It's just literally my name. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, they'll, and they'll still get mad. Yeah, they yeah they oh, will. they'll still get mad. Yeah, they'll still get mad. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man! Yeah, I, I really wish everybody that said that I can just be like, okay, let's put you in the seat yeah, real quick <laughs> for a couple minutes. Because I just want people to understand, like everybody oh, that we do, they always say the same thing. Like, yes. man, you sent me the video and it should look easy. Yeah. But as yep. soon as I sat down, it's just like, man, it's like a lot to take in. And it's not until like later in the game when you kind of get settled in get that rhythm and you kind of get used to it. You kind of start ignoring the fact that you're on camera. And you could kind of take it in that you can mm -hmm. it starts clicking and, and starts making sense yes so you know people gonna see it as twice concert when we start walking up on people like hey oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we got quiz because <laughs> <laughs> if, if they don't get it then you know you know it is what it is it is what it is i mean doing reactions in general it's amazing how both easy and how incredibly difficult this can be at the same time yeah you break down any job to its spare parts it could sound easy. Oh, you sit down in front of a camera and you watch a video and just say some things. You could break down anything like that and make it sound very, very trivial. But to then mix that in with like, well, these are very positive videos. Make sure you're in a good mood. Make sure you're mm -hmm. talkative. Don't miss on that first viewing, that only viewing that you might get. Don't miss <laughs> something because you'll be grilled by it. Yeah. Like all of that is going on in your minds. Um, yeah. So it's way harder than it really does look. And I don't know if anyone thinks that just give it a try like you can just have a camera and a, and a microphone just give it a shot to me the, the toughest part about what you just mentioned is for me it's like paying attention to the video and Ooh. trying to pay attention to the lyrics yeah, at the same cool. time because it's just usually like it's a lot and usually i'm focused on one more than the other and like you said we normally we we had kind of had a, a phase where we were always saying like hey this is our first reaction we kind of stopped saying it, but in general, most people understand, obviously it's the minority that doesn't get it, but it's like, yeah. you usually don't catch things until like you go back and you might check it out again. Like, Hey, I missed that. Or you might actually be like the only reactor that called something out and you don't really get credit for being the person that saw that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is, it is a huge undertaking. And I think people think, it's, I mean, it's not the most difficult thing, but it's not as easy as people think it is. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot um, to kind of get everything in that. I mean, it's a lot going on, a lot of different sounds and things of that nature. And, and sometimes you just don't get it the first go around. Like, um, I've been looking at the Thriller album my whole life. I didn't know Michael Jackson had a zipper on the whole time. I thought it was a button. 
that was a button up, you know? So it's like you're always kind of. Oh, oh you're talking little, about the hoodie thing. The, yeah. the little hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, yeah I mean, hey, I just found that out too. When I saw that post, I was like, oh, wow. That's I found that out a few weeks ago too. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how art works. You know what I mean? That's when you know you have a masterpiece is when um, people can't figure it out all in one setting. To me, that's a good, that's a good thing, you mm -hmm. know, if you didn't catch everything the first time. The worst, though, is when you're on, like, the cutting room floor and you're editing the video and you're like, son of a I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I should have caught that, you know? Yeah. I thought, uh, and you say you come from, like, a, a metal type background and everything like that. I imagine there must have been some type of some balancing that had you can come to k-pop like what describe what got you coming back to k-pop i know you say you were casual into it at first but like what i'm always interested to hear people's story with what why they keep coming back i just find that so interesting so what's your take on that yeah so for me initially of why maybe i became casual at first was just for the K-pop knows how to deliver a hook. They know how to reel you in and to become an earworm in your brain that you do not forget a melody or something like that. That is what it's so, so good at. But also what K-pop does is revitalize something that I have missed for so long, and that is the music video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the music video is so important. I mean, uh, MTV uh, and music videos were huge back in the day, watching Beavis and Butthead in the 90s, you know? Oh, shut up. Like, that was, that was totally, totally, like, a big, a big thing. And then they started to just completely disappear where people weren't putting in as much effort. And K-pop was always there to make sure we're going to go all the way with this. We're going to do it, like, to, to you know, we're going to go to 11. Um and I always loved that. And seeing seeing that was always a, a big part of it. Um, but I, I guess what really got me hooked in for good was like, uh, I guess a lot of people, like Blackpink was definitely the group that um, I started to now find out about each member individually and uh, check out their like variety stuff that they have and learn about where they've come from and how the business works. And I think that the industry of K-pop is so unique in that way from how you become from trainee to debuting but also all the cultural aspects that are integrated within that is so unique um and i never wanted to lose that uh but it's something that is really really interesting to me and i'm always someone that that loves not only music but indulging in just other cultures and learning about other walks of life and it's a way that i could kind of do both at the same time yeah. and i just find that amazing it makes you I, f I find it makes you more well-rounded as a person in general. Um, so that was definitely a way that, uh, or a reason that I kept coming back. Yeah, that's Beautiful. a good point because I mean, we really don't see like the music countdown shows over here no more. That's no. that's all over there. And they still focus on the videos and everything like that. I mean, out here, I feel like now it's more of the, like the, the independent artists and everything like yeah, that, that focus on the music video craft because that's usually what's going to make them go viral or make them get noticed if they have something that's standing out. Right. But in the mainstream media, it's not really important no more over here. That is. I so, agree. yeah, I understand that. That's, that's a very, very great point. Um, I have a question for you. Um, so as a reactor, you know, we do something that's kind of unique um, as far as, you know, we're on the camera and things of that nature have followings. Um, how has like reacting changed you in your personal life or K-pop in general, like this whole journey? Has it impacted you in your personal life? Have you seen anything different that you've uh, that you've seen since you started? Personal life, like how has it maybe affected me personally, like as a person or in my like day to day life? Yeah, as like a person, you know? as a person, definitely being 
more open-minded in general being I, I guess understanding that if there's something that you don't like at first that doesn't mean you're never gonna like it it's maybe just new to you it's maybe doing something a bit differently That's and you always have to maybe understand where things are coming from in, in some way so i think that's something big the positivity aspect is just huge for me because like i said i usually come from a background of listening to either depressing or very angry music it's oh, usually man. one of those two <laughs> usually one of those um so having that kind of positivity is so very nice um i'd say mostly those and also just the fact that in general of reacting the putting yourself out there thing trying to become more confident as a person in that way i think is a huge huge factor and something that's very difficult for someone that is more introverted uh, but I think it's really beneficial and why, you know, you don't need to turn this into anything. You don't need to make this become a, a side hustle or a job in any way. Right. Do this for fun. Like I would, I would really recommend it to anyone to just go on camera and to try and put their voice out there because you have interesting things to say as well and worthwhile things that maybe no one else is speaking about right now. And I think there are never necessarily, necessarily too many voices, um, and I, I really encourage people to go out there, whether it be reacting and doing K-pop stuff or doing your Let's Plays and playing video games, you know, just just do it. It's easier today than ever, like than yes. ever before. So. So I'm curious. I mean, so we all know, right, that you're a huge Orbit and Luna is your favorite group. Absolutely. How did, how did Luna become your favorite group and who is your bias in the group? Oh, oh, wow. Second one is, is tough these days. Um, <laughs> okay, so how did Luna become my favorite group? So I, I didn't get on the ground floor, as we know. Like Luna had the long, really ambitious pre-debut project um, beforehand. I always had wished that I was on that ground level because it must have been so sweet to finally you know, reap the rewards of seeing them debut and these members you've grown to love to achieve that. Uh, but I got on right before Butterfly, like right around Butterfly time. So that was like March of 2019, I think, something like around there. Um, and it was just so unique of a music video and a song, uh, especially at that moment. That was unlike anything I had personally heard in K-pop. And I had always felt like... Uh, early on, again, I wouldn't say now, but early on, there was a level of pop in general being slightly surface level. And I'm like, well, it's K-pop. It's slightly surface level. It's meant to be fun. That was definitely my my thought very early on. And it was one of the groups where I was like, there's so much more here. There's so much more to this. There, there's a lot of depth that I've come to find now in plenty of groups, many, many groups as my mind has been opened. Uh, and seeing that music video... And going to learn how they had this big elaborate like lore and all of that and there were so many things in the videos you could point out and, and pick out and it was just so very exciting uh it, it was so much fun you could really easily get swept up in it and also i would just say that in terms of like the producers and and who they worked with early on like monetary that type of stuff is just right up my alley. I, I'm 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 a I'm a synth boy. I love me some synth, <laughs> some complex like depth uh, depth in the track, uh, and that's what they always gave me. So they really hooked me in early with that. In terms of the bias question, that's tough. I would say <laughs> I would say I've got twelve of them, but <laughs> but really early on, it was it was definitely it was definitely Olivia because I loved how 
she was one of the first that I had seen that was really a no-nonsense idol. Mm. Uh, she didn't take shit, and she was really like... Uh, when someone would on a variety show ask her to do egg or ask her to do something she didn't want to, she's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, she would say no. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, re more recently, it's, it's, it's really been uh, Cherry a lot okay. because, because Olivia has kind of been MIA in a lot of ways for understandable reasons. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, you kind of need that to sided coin in a way olivia is a bit to herself and a bit you know darker in some ways and charity is the opposite brightness personified the sun and that's why them themselves in the group are two really good friends opposites attract i guess so um i would say mostly those two but it's really difficult to decide in that group do you have a favorite male group so because as I started my channel, you would assume Stray Kids, and it definitely was for quite a while, for quite a while, um, but not anymore, unfortunately. I mean, I still love Stray Kids. I absolutely do. But uh, 80s is my group these mm. days. Those are my guys, man. They put out such great music. Um, I've seen Stray Kids twice live. I've seen 80s twice live. I'd say 80s at least at this point i haven't seen a ton of groups live but they are the best live performing group i've ever seen ever seen wow. um absolutely astounding uh they have such great energy and they were on that precipice of becoming my favorite group and this newest album is so good that yes, that that's is. what did it that's what did it what do you think of Jung Ho's uh, live vocals? Oh my God, so <laughs> so good! But you know what? So Jung Ho's my my bias in oh, in eighties, dude. I love him. He's great. He has such a great dry sense of humor. He's so witty and funny, yes. but kind of understated in that way. It's the kind of humor I love. Mm. Um, his vocals are insane. He's got his angry look that he's always throwing oh at the camera, God. no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> but in terms of live That'll vocals, I want later. I, I want to give a quick shout out to Songhua. Songhua oh, okay. live is so underrated. He sounds so so good live. Um, some of his like vo vocal flourishes that he'll do just are astonishing. Um, that that group is crazy. And like I saw them at KCON last year, and they were the first group to go on, and they did like eight songs, whereas everyone else was doing like three. It's because they were just like boom, next one, boom, next one. And I'm like. These guys are machines. They are yeah. machines. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Sungwa was acting a fool at our show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I recently just watched a video of, of them drunk. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's part of their Wanties show. Yeah. I've been I've been watching a couple episodes yeah. of that, but I'm only on like episode four. They but are some characters. Yeah, oh, really? they're great things. <laughs> oh yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> they some fools, man. So, uh, aside from Luna, right, there's got to be somebody else. If out of all the oh. new groups that have came out in the mm. last 12 months, there we go. like which, which girl group has been hooking you? I mean, we got the new jeans, we got Jeez. the La films, we have the end mixes, like who, who is talking to you? The Ives, oh. you know, Stacy is more than a year out, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so they were, who, they were, was, they were 2020. I think, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, so out of all the new groups, the Keplarts, who's speaking to you? 
how much time you got, man. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like early on with doing this channel thing, you're like, I'm going to, you know, spread wide. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything. You realize that soon becomes way too much and almost impossible. Uh, And I still fail at it as I attempt to do it. Um, And I've just slowly understood that. Okay. Definitely have a girl group bias. Like that's a thing. Like I definitely bias more the girl groups than the male groups. But then there are those male groups that are very, very important to me. There, you know, there are your ATs, your straight kids, your shinies, uh, your Pentagons, your B2Bs that I really love. Really, really love. Pentagon especially, shout out, underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But if you're going to list all those, it's tough. So like, if we're doing a year out, that makes it a lot easier. Mm. Um, if it's a year out, um, definitely pointing at La Seraphim. Absolutely. They're, they're the one. And I do really enjoy the music a lot, but I've never seen a group that I've fallen in love with the members and their chemistry so quickly uh, than these members. They are so likable and you just want to see them succeed. Uh, yeah. And they're great performers as well. So they would have to be my pick for that. Do you have a bias in Les Chaewon. Definitely Chaewon. Uh, she is. It, yeah. She's, she's a great leader. Yeah, she's a great leader. She has so many different sides to her. She's completely adorable off stage and 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 so bright and likable. And then on stage becomes a, a completely different person. And <laughs> I think she really wanted to show that off too uh, in in debuting in La Seraphim because I'm not super super familiar with Eyes One as a group themselves and as a unit. Um, more the members as they dispersed into their other groups or or solo acts nowadays but uh i think that she was kind of given especially because they were way younger the more cutesy role of course and right. now she's showing such an edge to her on stage um that i think that she's really wanted to for for quite a bit and pulling it really pulling it off um but they there are so many great colors to that group you have yeah. yunjin who kind of gives you that that indie like rocker with a guitar type girl, the singer songwriter kind of vibe where she's writing her own stuff um, and is so aloof. Uh, there's a lot to love there with La Seraphim. Okay. I got a question. I, I think I want to start asking everybody. Uh oh. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's Uh-oh. not like that. Is it the foot fetish thing? No, 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 no. There no, we no. go. Uh, no, that's <laughs> No. No, but uh, just like a big, like, you know, future picture thing. Like, what do you like want to be remembered for as far as reacting was? You know what I mean? Like Hmm. when when, not saying like you hang up your headset and turn off the camera, but like, what do you want K-pop fans? Because I I feel like uh, we're a little bit more important to the K-pop scene than we realize. Mm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we're even seeing the comments like, hey, I wouldn't even have checked this out if you guys hadn't reacted to it. And sometimes we point out things that somebody that's watching the video the first time may not have seen. And, you know, we we add stuff. We we add replayability to things. We point out some Easter eggs that some people may not know, even though we are still learning at the same time. So I'm just curious, like, what do you want to be remembered for, you know, as far as your reacting goes? It's a good question. Um, it's, it's a big one because I, I, I never truly think of me. I always stay very, very, very like humble in this way. And I don't think I'm anything big by any means. I, I keep a very modest subscriber count and everything like that. But I would say 
I would say kind of for the reasons that I started this channel in that I want to give you maybe that feeling that you're just enjoying something right there sitting on the same couch with your friend give you that kind of experience. I'm not saying that I am some music producer doing something or uh, like I have some background in film as I was a film major, so I could point out something sometimes in the video. But largely, I want to give you that, that kind of comforting feeling of just watching something with a friend and feeling like you have company sometimes. And I think nowadays, as we become more technologically advanced and also in the same direction, more isolated in that way, that, hey, you're sitting down to eat dinner and you need some company. Having that is is some form of comfort that I think is really, really essential and very nice to have. So I'd say that aspect, if I could shed light on some things or, or bring something up about a video or a song that maybe you never thought of originally, that is like great praise to me to be able to somehow do that for somebody. Um, but I have also heard from some people that, hey, like with Luna... I would have never gotten into them if it weren't for this reaction or this video that you did. Um, and that's always so nice to hear that, especially for my favorite groups that I really want to champion for people, that if I was their conduit to that group, it is a really satisfying feeling in that way, that you are maybe you are really helping this group in some way. Some people might yell at you and say, hey, wait 24 hours for this reaction because you're stealing <laughs> money from them. <laughs> but I think overall we're doing well, you're definitely not stealing any money. They, no, they, definitely they, not stealing they any money. All of that. <laughs> oh, listen, YouTube has paid me like a hundred bucks in the last 12 months. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you, uh, to, to feel that you could have some kind of direct impact on a group, even in the smallest minute way, I think is really nice. Um, but personally for me, my idea of my channel, a lot of people try to frame theirs in unique ways, which you should, because there's so much of this. There's so there's so much of this happening. But for me, it's always been, I'm just a fan like you. Uh, that's it. I'm not anyone that's above or below. I don't have a degree in this or that or have worked in this industry or that. I'm just a fan like you who maybe wants to add sometimes here and there a little bit more substance, analytical, whatever, when I can. But largely, let's do that and also geek out over our favorite groups. That's kind of the vibe I want to bring. Oh, nice. Th this one is a selfish one. Mm -hmm. Uh, you went to the Twice concert. I did. <laughs> First question: How was it? Mm. Who was your bias going into the show, and did you get wrecked during the concert? <laughs> so this is my second time seeing Twice. I saw them uh, last year in Long Island in February. That was my what? first time. I had yeah, I had a I had a <laughs> seat, man. Boy, did I have a good seat there. I was like fourth row. Um, oh, wow. I, I had a great, I had a great seat this time too. Um, not as good. I don't know what it was. I mean, twice is still mega popular as they were then, but stuff was expensive this time. <laughs> it was real expensive, but I still had a great seat. Um, and going into, going into the first one last year, I always kind of, I call them my soft biases. And that's when I first get into a group to where I'm like, I'm kind of feeling this person, but you can't say it that early. That would be <laughs> the only one. There's been one person in the history of K-pop that's like, boom, right away. First song. And that was Minnie in La Tata. And, uh... and her, her, her one line, I was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but as for twice going into that concert, uh, it was kind of Mina. And then when I left, it was all Gio. 
It was oh, all Geo. No. So from there and back, like she's the, she's the background of my phone right now. Like it's just she's <laughs> it's, oh, it's, wow. it's 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 all it's all Geo. Um, Geo's feet or no? Oh, no. That's what I'm about. You're making answer. the problem worse. Just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> Everybody, it's a joke. <laughs> oh, a joke. Okay. Yeah, we, anyway. we, uh, we checked out the concert, uh, the Korea concert yeah. Uh, yeah. for our Patreons. And uh, I've been Shay Young since day one that mm -hmm. I've, I've fallen in love with twice. And Gio's been like right under, right? And I've had Dion like right there mm -hmm. after Gio. And man, Gio just murdered me that whole show. I was just like, oh my God, what the hell is she yeah. doing? And she's just an incredible performer. And just watching that, because we always broke. We was like, yeah, we going to this concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> so we ended we up buying go. tickets again. to the concert again. Yes. But all of us were like in awe of Geo. I think I can speak for all of us. We were yeah. all yeah. in of awe of Geo during that concert. And it was just like, what is she on? Like, she killed the first. Like, when we saw them, she was not playing. No. Yeah. But this, because I think, didn't she run off the stage? And got mad because she couldn't sing a part and she came back and then had to sing i don't know i watched so many videos yeah, can, from that I'll, show yeah yeah uh my wife was yelling the whole concert I'm screaming <laughs> the whole twice concert you can hear it on our vlog too she was like but yeah during during the soul concert for the ready to be i think geo killed everybody here i, I think it's just her she commands your 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 attention yeah she's five and and i mean that in a good way it's just like she wants you to listen to her yeah mm -hmm. and she wants you to hear how good yeah, <laughs> she sounds you know what i'm saying <laughs> and it's like i can sing for real y'all yeah, yeah you know and, and i just love that but she does it with such you know professionalism and, and grace where she's just literally just on it yeah and, and yeah i can't wait to see her perform live again i can't i can't wait and, and she low-key kind of wears her emotions on her sleeves like you mm -hmm. can kind of see it in her performances like if the mic is kind of off a little bit she gonna show it in them facial mm -hmm. expressions like, yeah. and start yeah, screaming yeah. The mic, yeah you gonna hear me i, I feel like geo's gonna be the one to be like beyonce when somebody messes something up oh yeah she gonna give you that look <laughs> that's the one <laughs> and it's gonna be like Oh, I'm sorry, Gio. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me, let me fix this. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would say for for uh, Gio, take everything I said about ATs and put that into one person, and that's Gio. Mm. You, you as a fan, someone might not feel that she's like the best singer in Twice or the best dancer in Twice, but she's the best performer in terms of on the stage. I think there are people that when you go and see them live, you go, okay, this person was is not a singer they're not just a dance they're meant to be an idol an yeah. idol first and foremost they love this they embody this it is like their essence and she's giving every percent that she can give on every given night like whether no matter what she feels like she's going to make sure you got your money's worth that is geo like to a t yeah. she never gave up full energy the entire way and i was like enraptured by that the first time i saw them I was like this girl is like she must have downed six red bulls back there it's crazy <laughs> nuts who who had your favorite solo out of everybody um uh, in terms of the the twice members specifically mm -hmm. uh the, i have one i have a i didn't check out nyan's album yet unfortunately uh, I, uh, I i own the oh, vinyl wow. 
I own the vinyl and my my Discord completely just destroys me for it all the time. That like, yeah, you've listened to Pop, but you haven't checked out her album yet, kind of thing. Um, but one of my favorite songs that they actually put out that wasn't a solo, it was more the 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 duet. It's that kind of do you remember that that it was it was Chang and it was Diane, I think. It was that like 90s throwback. Oh, the switch like, to me from yeah, J- uh, switch to me, switch to me. Yes, okay. oh, they did love that. that. I absolutely love that. So not like your conventional solo exactly, right, right, right. Um, but that's one that I love. And uh, Geo also. I was actually talking about the solos from the uh, concert because everybody. Oh, that's solo. what you mean. Okay, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say because like Geo hasn't put out her solo yet. <laughs> oh no, 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 not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ready, well, I'm waiting. But no, in terms of the con- <laughs> in terms of the concert, um. Mina's is fatal. Like yeah. that is that's got a lot of things to say about that. That's Mina's that's been a doing a lot of twerking. But oh, that's yeah. the thing, Mina. Yeah. I was just oh, like, yeah. whoa, huh? Yeah, I was a little different now. <laughs> he turns into Sharon in the US and you just gotta watch out for her. She goes crazy. Goes Wild crazy. Wow. She's been doing a lot of twerking. Like, I, I don't know how many shorts she had a twerk off with a fan in the crowd. Wait, no. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Somebody do something, man. <laughs> bang bang yeah. damn near fell out when Momo came out on the stripper pole. It was a lot going on in that moment. You're not <laughs> my eyes was not like uh ready to see that, man. Calibrated to see that. Unfortunately, the time I saw them just here in Seattle, um um both Chung Yun and Diane were were sick. They both had COVID, yeah. so yeah. so they weren't at the concert, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I'd seen them last year, but that that part you could kind of sense was a little bit of a like a like a rain cloud over the concert and also the venue didn't start letting people in until an hour late so the concert started an hour late it was oh, we, we, that was us last year it was a mess that was us oh, right that right. did happen okay yeah, yeah. wow okay 1080p huh? what? you take it from here oh, we got man. some topics sorry i forgot i'm on the job <laughs> <laughs> all right so my apologies in advance because I suck at pronunciations. Okay. <laughs> so question, or I'm sorry, topic number one. So all 12 members of Luna are officially free from <clears throat> from Blockberry Creative with uh-huh. with members Kim Lip, Heejin, and yes. Chetty. Cho- Chetty, yeah. Chetty. Chetty. Okay. Sorry. Um, Jinsoul and most recently Hustle. Yes. All right, go me. <laughs> Signing <laughs> with um Modus, Mod Modus, Modus. Nice. Modus. There you go. Okay, sorry. Not quite. But go ahead. I went over these questions and yeah, people we're know still here. people know what you're talking. About. Okay. Yes. For Artemis, right? Mm-hmm, the Artemis strategy project. So Blockberry said they will be. Uh, words. They will continue <laughs> to sue the former members of Luna. What are your thoughts of the situation and what are your hopes for for the Artemis project and the other members? Okay. Um I'll I guess I'll go first. Um first of all, obviously the label continuing to sue doesn't sound surprising. Uh this is uh that annoying thing. I think Bang Bang would call it business, business, business. Mm. Uh so obviously they feel like they invested a lot, they ain't get all their money yet. They're going to sue for whatever they feel like they deserve. Not saying it's right, but that's what they're going to do. So business is going on business. I hate it. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, I hope the girls don't stress over it too much because that's the thing that tends to happen, especially when the concept of a big corporation suing you is at hand. That could be extremely depressing. 
I do hope that uh, they can find peace in the fact that they are free and that they're not going to be sucked back into a contract with uh, BlackBerry Creative. Uh, as far as the girls go, first of all, I'm ecstatic that Hasol is joining them. Um, that's going to be a really dope boost. Uh, uh, when I get into um, Luna, Hasol was on hiatus, so I didn't know how great she was until she came back and i was just like holy shit mm. her personality just added like 10 decibels to everything luna's doing so um i hope everybody is able to join up on the same label i don't know how likely that is uh but with the core that they have i expect some really dope music and due to the fact that they're, they're working with the people that kind of came up with the concepts for their original music i expect it to be fire i mean i and it's coming out soon, right? It's like a week or t it's like wow. sometime in July. Yeah, like we're gonna two something. two weeks out, basically. Yeah. So I'm I'm expecting some really dope stuff from all Luna members. I hope the members that want to continue to make music, especially the not so popular members like Go On and uh, Eugen and like you know my bias Eugen and a couple of the other members. I hope they're and BB. I hope they're all able to do whatever they want to do, whether that's whole shows, continue to put out music. I think they all had some really dope concepts with a lot of the solo records they put out when I went back and checked out all of their solo records. So I just hope they get to do what they want to do. So if everybody wants to link up and do something together, I hope that is what happens, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good because they're in, in good hands right now. Mm. Yeah. When it comes to this business, I can't imagine how it is mentally uh to deal with all this so i mean my, my hope is just you know going forward you know it's unfortunate to hear all this talk about they're still going to be suing them and everything like Ooh. that and i know it's part of business but at the end of the day i hope that you know the members are in in, in good spaces good circles got good people around them yes. to deal with things like this because i can't imagine you know i'm glad you know they're moving forward in a way but it still kind of feels like something's holding them back. Right. So I would just hope that, you know, they, they just keep around people and, you know, shout out to the fans, you know, still supporting them and, you know, Absolutely. pushing for them and everything like that. But really when they get like in a tight circle of friends, family, and even staff and management, I just hope they're all keeping them on a path to positivity and just greatness, no matter what happens, you know, I just hope, you know, they just keep them moving forward because like I said, I couldn't imagine this is, been one hell of a experience and situation yeah. just learning about it each and every day so that's all i ask i just hope they just keep the mental straight man because i can imagine what it is like dealing with that on a personal and professional level yeah same here man you know it, it feels like a know, like a messy breakup you know i just wish there's some kind of closure to the situation you know so the artists can kind of be artists and kind of move on and do their thing you know the business side of it is really difficult and uh you know, I'm happy they're kind of at least getting somewhere. I hate that it's kind of feels like it's kind of like building up and I, I hate for that to take away from the creativity and also doesn't really help the culture itself. You know, just the bickering or the suing and things of that nature is, I wouldn't say it's the best look. So I'm kind of hoping just for like, like just some closure on the situation so they can go off and make some great hits. Yeah, uh, for me, what a messy situation. Um, I see it less as even a messy breakup and more as an abusive relationship kind of thing with, with yeah. them because getting into the nitty gritty, like their contract situation with BlockBerry, and this is something that you always kind of look towards when it comes to young idols wanting to live their dream, 
they're ready to sign on any dotted line that is put in front of them sometimes to be given that opportunity. And they're very easy to t- be taken advantage of. And that's what these girls, what happened to them. So the whole situation was that uh, in terms of profits, they were given a 70-30 split. And then they actually had to pay expenses, um, not just training expenses, like ongoing expenses split 50-50, meaning them working out of debt is incredibly difficult, incredibly, incredibly difficult, which is why then um, some of the members restructured their contracts in 2021. So then when some won the injunction and got to break away from the contract, put in stasis, that is still like all just kind of a, they can seek other work. But even right now, like that contract is there and and BlackBerry is going to still fight it ongoing. But it's why they were able to break off and join Modhouse. Um, uh, those girls were as like uh, Eve and Olivia and go on, like they were all denied because of that restructure. Uh, they were the ones that did that. Um, so what broke them free actually was that when they signed to, I think it was Universal Japan, their Japanese label, in transferring the original contract terms to the Japanese label, they were never given written consent. They had to sign it in some way. And because BlockBerry never sought that for them, their consent, the court decided, okay, this is now void because of that. So thank God that that happened. (laughs) Thank God they were that incompetent. And their incompetence knows no bounds in that this group is now able to promote as Odd Eye Circle. In the trailer, they're using old Odd Eye Circle songs. Like oh, they were? in my head, oh, wow. uh, yeah, in my head, I'm like, how is this legal? Apparently, BlackBerry just didn't trademark anything. They didn't wow. trademark the name Luna, so they can use that if they want. All they've trademarked uh, trademarked is is Girl of the Month. Uh, that, that's all they 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 really have under there. So. I don't know what's going on with this company in terms of management, but clearly it was Whoa. not very good. <laughs> it sounds like they didn't invest their money in, in protecting their IPs. That's what it sounds like. Man. What a mess. Um, but as for the girls themselves, so we know that that Hyunjin and Vivi have actually signed to a different label like together. Um, Hasul now joining Modhouse. And the other girls are kind of up in the air. We're not sure yet. But of course, Modhouse can only really suddenly put out so much money and that's why i think we see this album being pretty quick not only do fans want it but also they need to make some income we have a tour already in europe i think they're trying to grow some capital there that they can maybe bring in some of the other girls that want to join um but people need to also just temper expectations in that when a 12 member group finishes up contracts in some way the idea of them coming all together is sometimes just a really difficult one you have 12 individuals uh and i know we love to see like well their family of course sure but dreams change and wants change in a person individually maybe they don't want the idol life anymore maybe they want to do something different Uh, and i'm just so happy that now they have that choice they can do whatever they want to do if Chu wants to you know run that you can do a channel and 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 become the variety queen that she is she can do that and she excels at it so i'm glad to see them just thriving in that way but also if you were to roll back the clocks roll back the clocks just eight seven eight months you couldn't dream of this scenario this scenario has gone as perfect as you could have possibly imagined 
They're back with the old creative director, Jaden Chong, as uh, previous to everything Butterfly. So Butterfly and back. Oh, nice. Yep. Working with Monetary, the lore coming back kind of to the way it used to be and not under Blockberry handling it. We're like, we'll throw in something from the past. It doesn't mean anything, but people, fans <laughs> yeah. will be like, I remember that. <laughs> um, so it's so exciting. It's so exciting and makes me so very happy. And that if things maybe don't go exactly according to plan of how I wanted them to, I need to just reassess and look back and say, you could never dream that it could have gone this good, at least. So take it for what it is. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, 1080p, that's you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was just letting it all sink in because I was like, that was, that was way more information than I knew about Luna because it's like, yeah. I'm a casual <laughs> just because you know it's a lot of people yeah. and um all right so moving right along so we got jenny 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 everyone is talking about jenny jenny that's how you pronounce it right when i was saying it, it sounded weird i don't know whatever so she's on the hbo series the idol and some people are praising her for the role while others are criticizing her um for taking it in general so start with you first bang bang oh sorry with me <laughs> i don't know uh, just because i feel like putting somebody on the spot today uh so what are your thoughts on the show if you've seen it and your thoughts on jenny taking the role well from the clips that i've seen i think she's doing an amazing job um probably one of the shows that i will probably consume on a daily basis i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> i'm saying listen to this professional calculator yeah i'm about to say i'm like response. hold on yeah let me see the hostage letter look i got to be honest with this one um the show by the weekend this is a weekend show so i could not even expect it to be good uh, no offense to the weekend i just know he has a different style i think for what jenny I like is the, i like i like the way he curved his he I'm has a good, different style okay <laughs> trust me if i was on a, a weekend set i don't know what he'll have me doing <laughs> so i think what what jenny's doing what she has i I'm not mad at it. It's definitely a different look, a little jarring at times, but you know, as an artist, you want to challenge yourself and the weekend challenge is definitely a challenge. I think she'll probably be a better from it and maybe you will say no next time. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said say no next time. <laughs> you want to go next, Ace? Usually when it comes to any type of media or entertainment, um, I give, you know, it, sometimes just the three episode rule, you know, you usually give something yes. some time to, to burn into you, you know, cause it got to set the, set the tone with formats of shows like this. Usually it's maybe one episode, <laughs> oh, um, that's, but in terms of this one, I didn't even give it a try. Yeah, I literally only seen clips and I know I won't be the person to judge because I haven't seen the full medium yeah. of it and I can't judge it. But from what I have seen, there is nothing for me to be interested in just because of just my personal taste. What watch, I watch your words, man. Good stuff. But from what I have seen, um, I'm I'm just like I don't even know what this is for. I see. And I'm I don't know what what she was pitched. Like, you know, 
it's going to be just an amazing show. Yeah. It's going to be groundbreaking. You know, it's on HBO. I don't know what was sold. Brought but, to you by hey, hey, most HBO shows are fire, though. Yeah, that's that's right. not front. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. And like I said, I don't want to judge how she did in it because I don't know. I only seen yeah. the few clips that you have shown me. I've seen the whole what you said was a commercial fight scene it's and everything like on. that or whatever and for the most part even though i didn't know what was going on it looked interesting but it was just the writing and the format of it was just like out yeah. of nowhere but i thought she did great in what she was given for that scene that you showed me so i guess what i'm trying to say is even though i know the 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 reception of the show has been mostly negative okay any type of artist or actor can always find the positives and negatives out of something. And going forward with her career, hopefully this is be an experience like I know what to choose next time. Yes. I know what I will want to end. I mean, everything is a learning experience. Now, I know that's a calculated response, but I really think that's really what it is. You diplomatic. You very you know, diplomatic. Yeah, very yeah. diplomatic. Yeah. You know, and but but really, you gotta just you gotta take it, and you just gotta roll with the punches. Now for the weekend, I don't know what he thought he was doing because some of those scenes that I see here, I'm just like, no man, go back to music. Yeah, you know, just just, just go back to music. Man. Where's the weekday at? You, you know, <laughs> um, but it 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 really, I, I I think you know, for the most part, what I've seen, you know, she did great um weekend was really the one that was just horrible to watch it was just really really bad but yeah like i said i don't think i'll give the show a chance just because it didn't look like anything that i don't want to uh consume so prince what do you think uh, yeah well I'm, I'm glad that you were able to be somewhat of the bad guy first <laughs> that really makes it easier for me but i really don't have negative like tons of negative things to say either though honestly uh it's a show that i have not seen so right from the get, like, I can't say so much about it, but also I'm just completely not interested in it. But I could see why this was interesting for her, because if you just lay it all out on paper, it sounds pretty great. So the weekend being attached to it, like it's a huge name. So at least you've got that. You've got a lot of clout attached to this project that you'll have eyes on it. So I can understand being interested in that fact. The showrunner, I believe, is the same showrunner as Euphoria, which is... A very uh, popular uh, show. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so that is a show I also haven't seen, but I know that people really enjoy it and it's very uh, popular. Uh, and also on HBO, which has its own cachet. HBO is a prestigious, you know, a prestigious um channel. Well, I say channel nowadays, but it's not really a channel anymore. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and age showing a little bit, I guess. But <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a very prestigious um outlet you know entity, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i could totally see her wanting to do that and idols the thing is here is that artists always want to uh spread themselves out and expand a little bit and it's always yeah. actors or actresses thinking they can be singers and singers thinking they can be actors or actresses and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but i think at least for idols I could see no better crossover than for an idol because you're you are kind of trained at the inception to be somewhat of an actor at the same time. Absolutely. So they work really in tandem. And I would see her just seeing everything there that's on the page and saying, hey, this looks like a good opportunity. I have also heard that the show is quite bad. I've heard that it's not very good, but I've also heard that I mean, Jenny also has maybe like four lines in this. Like I hear she's not really a big, she's got like a quick, not a big role. Um, and I would be watching it for her. Yeah. Uh, so if she's 
that little in this show, I'm kind of not interested personally, but I could see why she took the chance. Um, I just think that with her cachet and how big Blackpink is, she could have gotten maybe a little bit more. I don't know if I sometimes overstep the popularity, but really Blackpink is a huge international group. I think they are truly popular. They're playing Coachella and everything multiple times. Like she, she could have gotten more, uh, much more if she wanted to try and flex some acting uh, skills in some way. So while I don't say like it was a bad choice for her because everyone's got to make their first, you know, foray into a different medium, maybe didn't turn out great. But like you said, it's a learning experience and maybe her second one, if she continues to pursue this, because this could have also taught her that she doesn't want to, you never know. Maybe she'll make better decisions going forward or even her agency, you know, making better decisions going forward. Yeah. Um, as far as how I feel about it, um, first of all, like as far as me wanting to watch the show, as soon as I heard it was a weekend produced show, I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not watching that. And, and like no disrespect to the nah. weekend. I think he has a classic album with the, the madness and darkness, whatever the joint was called. It had the, I can't feel my face in the oh, hills yeah. and, and the, you earned it. That album is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he's getting off the drugs from my understanding and his music has kind of evolved and changed. And he decided he wanted to take a foray into a tele into a television series. And I'm not going to knock him for doing that because anybody, uh, everybody wants to elevate at some point in their career. They want right. to do something new, do something different. Uh, I haven't seen the show. I've read a lot of the reviews. I've watched clips of the show. His acting is definitely pretty cringe. Um, I, I assume that that's what it was going to be. Uh, some of Jenny's lines are cringe. I, I'll say that. I feel like uh, the clips, because I've, I've watched online, like YouTube basically just has the clips from Jenny yeah, on the show oh, okay. put online where you can just watch her parts. And a lot of people are just watching the show for her. Uh, looks like Johnny Depp's daughter is killing. Mm. Uh, Lillian Depp, I think that's how you say her name. She's been killing it. Jenny's parts are fairly sporadic and small. A lot of people like the fact that she had like a heel turn on the last episode and when people are seeing that this is that's not the last episode but uh she had a hill turn where you kind of find out that like she kind of is like working to backstab uh mm. lillian depp's character and stuff like that the show just doesn't seem like anything that interests me you know what i mean do i think jenny could have picked a better role i think she could have at the same time uh when somebody comes up to you and says hey we have an hbo show i felt like your first uh inkling is to say yes because yes. almost everything hbo puts out is usually like seven eight nine plus on imdb and it's hard to get a tv show that's like in eight and nines and i think hbo has the most yeah. like eight and nine scored shows lovecraft country Ooh. the wire uh the sopranos um, succession succession is so succession. good like they have so many they, they are known for having legendary television series so why wouldn't she join in and right. want to be a part of that? Of course. I, I, I figure, and not only that, she said the weekend invited her specifically. Like he went to talk to her and said, I want you on the show. So she probably felt like, yo, I got to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a big deal for me. She said, the, uh, you know, everybody else in Blackpink was really happy for her. They've been calling her after every episode, telling her how well she's doing. So she's liking the show. 
she's been doing press for the show she's impressed with uh the way the show came out and at the end of the day i think that's all that matters you know she's happy about it and apparently i mean we don't know if it's true yet because marvel's denied it her management has denied it but apparently it might have ended up getting her a role in the next marvel show like and one of one of marvel's new upcoming yeah. shows so good. you know this might have been the thing that kicked that off you know what i mean good point so uh are some of the things that i've seen her doing a show kind of cringy yeah at the same time i always say man she's a grown-ass woman you know what i mean like yeah y'all acting like the idols ain't like i said man i understand it's a different culture they out here getting it in all right whether you want to believe it or not and uh some of the lines she's the no you're right <laughs> you're right you're right yeah, you're telling me, you, you saw bm at these shows yeah, i mean yeah i mean the problem is like when i see stuff like that i'm like and pe people are very um sensitive to it i'm like dude if I had if I had a body like BM or or son of it, you better believe I'm using it. You better believe I'm not just wasting seven years of my life not using that. Right. So it's happening. It's exactly. happening. Right. It's definitely happening out here in these dorms, sneaking from dorm. Well, I know you might not like the picture I'm painting, but it's happening. Trust and believe. How I like it too much. Right. <laughs> exactly but jenny's a grown woman she yes. could do what she wants to yes. do yeah. and she wants to do a role that has her saying things that as an idol you don't think she should be saying because that's some of the comments i saw she's an idol she shouldn't be repeating reciting lines like this if she is acting this is not her true character right this is not who she really is yeah. right that we know about you know what i mean so i think people should remember that she's just acting it's an acting role you don't have to watch the show that's something I'm happy you brought up because yeah, especially like her dancing scenes and things like that. It's such a, it's such a two-faced thing. Sometimes I know sometimes we can be a little uh, terminally online and see too much of Twitter, uh, especially Twitter. Oh yeah. But these people, these K-pop fans that will champion female empowerment will straight up just slut shame her for literally acting in a TV show. Like right. you can't, you can't have it both ways. I, I don't get it. Right, hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> Super vex. All right, so just to bounce off of that, though, so we're gonna have five different genres, right? We're gonna need that's the fun topic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't announce that. Fun time. <laughs> so we're gonna name one male and one female idol that you would believe that could do justice for these types of roles. Okay. So let's start with ace romantic comedy oh so you're saying oh i, I read that question oh wrong. i read it bro <laughs> oh damn i thought it was just one male one uh yeah. one female oh no i went all I in know. i went in depth on this one. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, okay <laughs> play that's what he did i mean i ain't right. for you to have to write out the movie but i'm just saying like if there no, was a romantic I, you comedy said one for each genre I yeah, get yeah, yeah, one, one for all. Yeah, I do. One oh for all no, 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 no! I meant one for each genre. I'll go so. on the spot. I'll go on the spot. Oh, so I'm doing mine on the spot, like I always. Do. Romantic, um, romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could see, um, yeah, yeah, Rian, <laughs> Rian oh. from Dreamcatcher. Okay. Doing a romantic comedy, I can definitely see her. Who would be her co-star? Oh, now that's tough. Um, co-star. 
Male idol. Mm. Has to be somebody who's serious yet funny. Um Damn, I gotta think about this one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a couple <laughs> people in my head right now. I guess I will go ahead and throw out Jungle. Okay. Because I feel like he can give you that serious gaze, mm. but then have you laugh in the next scene. Yeah. While he crushes some apples? Yes. I was gonna say that the, from ATs actually, Wu Young would be a pretty good fit there in Ooh, terms of yeah, he's, yeah. he's a little cocky. Maybe he's not a relationship type guy, but this time there's you know the girl that catches his eyes and yeah, cha yeah. changes his ways. The typical rom com yeah. format. <laughs> okay, who next? Oh, oh, we're not doing everybody. Wait, what? Yeah, not everybody. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, since you were assigning oh, people, oh, yeah, you okay. were, you were. Yeah. My man, I forgot. <laughs> okay, let's go to Prince. All right. Um, so I, I kind of have. Uh, so I didn't choose these necessarily as a pair in the rom com, but mm -hmm. my first choice is uh, Unsa of WJSN, and then okay. her paired with literally anyone else in WJSN because <laughs> I think that just suits. <laughs> I think that really suits the vibe there. And then for my male um, choice, I actually am very confident about this one, and it's Minhyuk in B two B. I think would be a perfect perfect rom-com oh, guy he's good. funny he's got oh, the visual he's got like yeah. the dashing look heartthrob like he is perfect for that kind of role because he hits all the things that is like the what do you call it the heartthrob um kind of vibe so those are my choices there nice all right bang bang what you got oh well <laughs> wasn't prepared for this uh but we're saying romantic comedy correct yeah romantic comedy uh, so I, I want to say this uh, on the spot. I would say uh, Diane from Twice. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like that a lot, actually. Damn, I'm mad I didn't say that. <laughs> and uh, and Wanho. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Wanho. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wanho counts as like two people, basically. So <laughs> 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 I like. I, I can see Diane's expressions. The expressions is what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Because Juan Hope just be like, <clears throat> and Diane's, oh my God, that's actually that's really good. good. Mm -hmm. that's I'm jealous. <laughs> that was good. That's hilarious to me. All right, Diddy. I would want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, I'd actually go um, Danielle from New Jeans. I think her smiley attitude would do really well on a romantic comedy she could play kind of like a ditzy character i think she could pull that off pretty well not not saying she's ditzy i got you but i i just feel like she can kill that type of role and for her counterpart i'd pick hyun and kai from uh txt i think he he is he can be the like prince charming type character but can he can also be goofy when he needs to be so I think Hyun and Kai and, and Danielle from New Jeans, uh, that would uh, that would be my combo right there for a romantic I, combo. I, I think that's a good fit, especially if you take it in the lane of like the high school rom com of like right. uh, what's what's that one? The, I'm um, thinking like ten things to, I hate about you. That like uh, to all the boys I love before or whatever mm -hmm. it's called, things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can see that working. Oh, that's me again. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So the next genre is buddy cops. 
let's start with who you want to who going to go first Okay. I can go. Okay. <laughs> I could go. My choice here, uh, I, I want something that is people that have a banter that almost feel like siblings in some ways, but aren't siblings. That kind of vibe is great for a buddy cop. Um, and here is the only moment where I broke my rule in that I didn't choose male and female. Only went female, okay. and I, I chose Cheon and Yena. Mm. Um, and those two at, are at each other's throats all the time and the next moment they'll be hugging each other or something and i think that that kind of relationship to where it's somewhat abrasive and fighting out of love is kind of just embodies that concept of a buddy cop movie to me so i think they would be a great fit especially because yena is maybe a bit more of the hard-edged one in some way but also seems quite competent and chewan is a hot mess <laughs> and super <laughs> aloof that she can be like the the disastrous element that gets them into trouble and yen is the one that pulls them out i think that's like a great one-two punch there i like it okay uh so for my buddy cop man uh you gotta have one person that's just flat out goofy and you got to have one person that is flat out dead serious and you don't even know when they're joking. So I'm going to pick Cher Young from Etsy because when she's being mean and dead serious, you can't tell. You know what I mean? She, she is goofy at times, but for the most part, she's a serious member of the group to me. So yeah, Cher Young from Etsy. And for her counterpart, I have to pick the goofy Felix. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they would be really funny together because i feel like he'd be joking around and cherry young would give him deadpan faces <laughs> over and over again like she ain't think anything he said was funny I so like I, i'm getting rush hour vibes from them too i like that <laughs> all right i ain't ready yet all right bang i got bang. one more to pick all right, bang bang. on the spot because uh <laughs> We didn't read this question uh, properly. <laughs> so on the spot. I mean, you know you can cop. send a message and be like, what did you mean Clarification, by... Clarification, please. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I chose one for each like genre. And I, I just uh, that's what I just did. I yeah. just like that. Yeah. But if I have to choose, I would say Hawassa. My man, Loco. Okay. Mm. Mm. I mean, is this a buddy love cop movie? Hey, 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 it's cops. You know what? I can see that because Loco would be in love. Come on. And we'll also be about the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see that. And he could be secretly in love the whole time. And then she outside, outside, shot, outside she their duets, is there something I don't know about Loco and Hwasa going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we've been making jokes that they're secret, like secretly, uh, you know, have was, a thing. <laughs> Just like the dual dynamic of those two. I, I was along the same lane of view. I had Moonbio, but I was trying to pick the perfect like compliment for a yeah, male counterpart. Kind of and I think I'm gonna go with Mino from Shiny mm -hmm. because I feel like Mino can be the serious person that's trying to be serious, but will break because of Moonbio's goofiness. I can see that. So like they can support each other. Like he'll be she'll, she'll be telling him to lighten up. Because you know she's trying to take be fun about it. I like that. And he's always trying to be the serious. I'm to the point. I'm I'm always you know on the job. So I, I think I would like that dy dynamic from a buddy cop type of drama. 
Okay, so next up we have crime drama. Mm. Uh, so when it's a crime drama, mm-hmm. is this like Law and Order, uh, or yeah. what? What type? Bro, of crime you know how we do, man. Whatever you want it to be. I kind of put it as like a yeah, Law and Order, or like a mystery thriller crime movie. Like a, maybe something like uh, Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> but it's a bit more horror thriller. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead and go first then. Yeah. So my my choice is uh, the male counterpart. I kind of base purely on looks. So I'm looking for something that they look. Basically, you look like a cop. Is <laughs> kind of funny. somewhat what I went with the role, <laughs> and I chose Yanan of Pentagon. Um, he's tall. I mean, yeah, he's got a soft face, but he seems like he's got that like young rookie on the force kind of vibe about him. Um, so almost purely on visual, I went with Yanan. And then for the female counterpart, I went with Sunmi. And I think Sunmi would be great in a role like that. Uh, if you like look at her, um, uh, like her tail music video, where it's very kind of noir inspired in some ways uh, with the black and white and everything. I think she would suit that kind of double indemnity, like old style, like uh, mystery crime drama uh, type of vibe. Uh, and also, you know, seeing her in a suit would be pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, I chose her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ace. I, th- I think I got it. So I'm just trying to, in my head, just choose one because I got okay. So if I got the female lockdown. That would be IU. Nice. And I just feel like she would add to that. She's very convincing. And, you know, when it comes to just portraying that role, I can see her being like the lead detective or, or something when it comes to that. And then for the male lead on this show. I'm just trying to make sure I'm I'm going through everybody that I think. Um, damn, this is tough. Has IU played a role like that? She might have already. Oh, she might, she, have. she, she might, might have, have done that. <laughs> she might have already. Um, I want to say. Man, this is hard because I'm just. It's like a, a roulette going in my head right now, and I'm just trying to focus on one. You're going to have to come back to me. Okay. I want to make sure I get this right because I need the perfect pair with IU. Give me one moment. Okay, well, I guess I go. Uh, I, or I guess I'm the only one that didn't go. Uh, for my crime drama, uh, for the male, I noticed. Sounds out of left field, but I want to put Psy as uh oh that'll be good my veteran lead detective. You know he he's got years on the force. He's goofy. He's kind of fed up. You know what I mean. He he doesn't necessarily like his job anymore. Yeah. You know, and he has to get a young spunky rookie on task. Mm. And for that young spunky um spunky spunky <laughs> yes yeah, for that young spunky rookie. I'm actually gonna pick uh, the youngest member of MX, and I'm gonna pick Qjin. Uh, I feel like she can really give you that seriousness. Like when you have to have that serious scene, she can nail it. But she also can be the goofy person that's learning on the job really quickly, and she's actually kind of teaching the old dog new tricks. Because mm. that's the 
vibe I get from her personality all the time. Like she's like beyond her years and what she knows and what she can do. Like that. All right. You got I, it. I think I'm good. Um, and I always mess up his name. Um, Troy C1 from Super Junior. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like that pairing will be the pairing you would want to go to when it comes to solving any type of crime. Dang. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. That's dope. This is tough. It's super tough. On the spot, think, it's difficult. I'm thinking about all this. I'm just, I'm just picturing the show in my head right now. Yeah, you're the producer. Yep. <laughs> all right. So next up, we have action. action. Oh, this one's easy for me. Yeah, you, you can go first. So uh, male lead, I got Jackson Wang. Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's easy for me. I can see uh, uh, Jackson Wang just, just just killing that. And I got a lot of options for from my female lead, but I think off the top, I think I might want to go with, and this is just a personal favor for me, Shion from Dreamcatcher. Nice. Because she has such a fierce attitude about her yeah. that I think she would kill an action role. I'm surprised we haven't had any crossover yet. That's crazy to me. Right? <laughs> well, actually, he took my guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say Jackson uh, Wang as well. Okay. Mm. But I can easily audible out of that. Okay. I'm oh. going to go uh, with my man, Kang. Dang, <laughs> that was mine. Uh, just because uh, if, if I had to pick an audible from Jackson Wang, it would be Kang. Yeah. My man, Kang. And, uh, he he's he you know the SOS joint. He's kind of getting into his action yeah. um, movie bag, and I think he would do a good job with that. And for his counterpart, man, I can do an audible with that one too. But I have two people I, I like to mention. I think because I wanted to go Jackson Wang and Hyolin, Uh I think that would be really dope. But if I'm gonna go Kang Daniel, I think I want to go Ryujin from Itzy okay. because uh, that performance we saw at the Mama Awards when she had that whole action sequence where she taking down the people with the guns oh, and cool. she did a hurricane yeah. rada and stuff like that that always stuck with me and I was just like yo she could be an action star yo yeah so uh you know there you go for me I really like the the Hilden pick because you kind of get the kind of like an Angelina Jolie vibe like I get the like Mr. and Mrs. Smith kind of thing with Kang Daniel and her I think that's pretty cool I like that. You can go, Prince. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, I'll go. Um, my picks. Uh, first pick for male uh, role is San of ATs. Mm. I like, I love his vibe. First of all, he's got the action body. He's got the action body. Uh, but also, I think he has that great kind of like the rock action quality to where he's a soft boy. He's he's a sensitive boy, but he's he's fit. He's brolic. So he's got the brawn. He's got the muscle. So if you take like some of the rocks more like stronger meat meat headier like action roles but then you look at the rock in something like pain and gain if you've seen that to where he's, to <laughs> he's totally a different vibe and i love that that kind of juxtaposition between those two roles so i think he would be a perfect fit for that and uh for action this one was like a shoe-in for me it was the first person i thought of and i was like yes like got it right away is alexa and i think alexa mm. would be ah, so great for this you know what yeah. that's that's a great pick that's yeah. a that's that's a great stuff. With, with all like her sci-fi oh you took her too yeah yeah with her like all her sci-fi videos that she's done like how much she likes to get 
you know, her hands dirty in the music video. She was on zip lines, shooting guns, kicking dudes. Uh, and then also that split between her and San where she's like five one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then you yeah. have her next to San, I think, is a really cool little dynamic between the two. Oh. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Y'all took mine. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to Sorry go about last. that. I had to go last. So, who was your pair? So, it was uh, Kang Daniel, shout out, and Alexis. I think those mm. two, in my opinion, will make a, a cool pair. I thought that would be really dope to, to see. But, um, yeah, that's all I was going with. Dope. All right. So, the last one is Hora. Like this is the easiest one for me, for I'll real. For probably real. go all has the same female. I'm going Irene. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Irene, Vic- Victorian Bell. horror, like good <laughs> fit. When she has that deadpan face, she looks fairly scary. Yes. My uh, for for my horror movie, by the way, I'm going for like a scream where both people are the villains that I'm mentioning. So Irene's a villain in this That's movie, dope. and for the other villain, I'm going with somebody you announced earlier, Jung Ho, because his death stare is so crazy. <laughs> yes, so that's more appropriate. You yeah. get both of their death stares in the same movie. Oh, it's over. Yeah. We talking about like Amityville horror types of evil looks that. that they can throw at the camera, and I, I would like to see that. I don't think Irene is evil, by the way. No, no, no. I love Irene, but man that look she gives sometimes where it just is like yo i'm scared <laughs> yeah for Zhang ho kind of that like the last thing you see before the knife goes into your gut is his little like screaming <laughs> face that he does <laughs> can totally picture that i'm thinking of, for him i'm thinking more like jacqueline hyde too because like he can, oh yeah he can really act normal and then when a person turns their back, he can immediately change his face back to that face where he's just looking at you like he's a lunatic. So he's like American Psycho level. I like that. Okay, okay. So I already have my female. I got mine too. I'm just trying to choose my male counterpart. I got mine. I got mine. I already know who yours is because <laughs> it's probably the same as mine. Um, but I, I got to pick a female though. I mean a male I- part for this. I could go first because I've got my pair. So for male, I've got Taman, and I think Taman has uh, so many no. dark <laughs> concepts. Space. <laughs> Are you offended? I feel like no. You no, that, that's where <laughs> it works. I went with Taman because he's got so many dark concepts. He plays a lot with heaven and hell and religion in a lot of his music videos, yeah. and I think that works perfectly in tandem with the horror concept. I love concepts that deal with demons um and i think that he would be a great fit for that um and my female counterpart is interesting and that i came to it like after the fact i switched this multiple 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 times but i went with hyana and i think hyana has such a distinct aloof strange peculiar look i think she would thrive in something like that think of like a horror in in the vein of like a tim burton kind of thing Mm -hmm to where it's bizarre uh, she's and, wednesday or something like yeah man. just really strange and i think that she would love to do something like that also so i think that you'd fit really well in a movie like that so i got my male counterpart and it's going to be an odd balance but i think it could work um i think it might be in the same range of dame where they're both the villains mm. um so i would have bb shout out uh because i feel like she'll be like the convincing 
mesmerizing type of ringleader. I mean, when you're talking about somebody that don't know how to smile, I mean, it's easy <laughs> to see them as a villain. <laughs> but then for the male part, I would go to Felix. Okay. Straight kids. Okay, that's different. And that's because of his voice. <laughs> the voice is, is enough to make you like, oh, he looks sweet and innocent. That's solid. But then the voice will just be like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I think, I think that can be something unique. I like that. That's dope. I know for me, I, I would say personally, BB, of course. Uh, that's not going to be a shocker. And uh, DPR Ian. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. He's like super dark, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Shut up. He's that like super is dark. actually <laughs> a great. That's a great pairing right there. That will be interesting, right? And that would be a hell of a visual horror film, too. Right. <laughs> did you do I, any of them 1080p? I did not. Oh, okay. Not even one. It's tough. It's, this yeah, might be tough. the toughest one we ain't had. Yeah, it's tough. But that was great, though. Wow. That was fun. It's one of those things where I never know whether to go on, like, their vibe, their visual, what I know they like. Because the second I saw horror, I'm like... All right. I'm initially thinking about the Dreamcatcher girls. Mm. I'm like, even That's though they me. have, <laughs> even though they have those concepts, I'm like, I don't know if they'd want to be in that. And then right. also, I just want to point out, it's a shame that I didn't put Sua in any of these, especially mm. like Buddy Cop Sua. Oh just, man, you know, you're there. right. Sua needs oh, to be there. <laughs> she oh, would kill a Buddy gosh, Cop easily. You're so right. You're so right. I think I think I would have fun being a bad guy. I oh think yeah, she really would. Cause just cause she's perceived as so she'll clean be the, and nice. She'll be mm. the bad person that like smiles and laughs, mm. like <laughs> like you know. I can see her being like that. You take any magne, the evil magne vibe. Yeri, yeah. Yeri would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. So yeah, I could see them being a great pick. Oh man, crazy man. All right. So next up, we have a couple of questions. All right, so Sugar Flakes wants to know, is there something from older generations that you would want back or no? Um, I go first. Based on the last couple Throwback Thursdays <laughs> we, we checked go. out, easy. I don't want anything to come back. Easy call. <laughs> I, I want everything to keep moving forward. That's easy. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a different answer last week. <laughs> but man, man, <laughs> that's all I got. Hey. You want nothing to come back? Nothing. If uh, from first gen, no. Oh, you Unless, went back. You went yeah, back. Yeah, I'm back. talking first gen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First gen. I think we should keep moving forward. Yeah. You had to be there, Dan. I, I had to be there. You had to be there. That being said, I, I'm not reaching for anything to come back. Did you feel the same before hey, last Sunday? Hey, there's roots to there everything. Go. Okay, there and there's always a beginning. Okay. And there's already uh, something in the future. I'm nice. more in the future. I want to stay here. <laughs> but I respect the past. I Absolutely. definitely respect how we got here. I respect the past. So, However. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, um, I mean, they to for me, they they have they still have, you know, the group element going on. They mm. still have all the personality. We still have concepts. So in a way, we're still borrowing from the past. It's just elevated. Okay. If now if you ask me oh, and bring some stuff from second gen, I'd say yeah. But yeah. first gen, no. It's no for me, dog. Uh, I'm not going to even hesitate. It's just like me going back to play my first PlayStation. Not happening. <laughs> I appreciate it. Had a moment, but I'm not going back. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Give me that PS6. For, uh, 
He will be asking. He, he ain't going back to twenty frames per second. Nope. People <laughs> people be begging for PlayStation to have backwards compatible. Why? I don't want to play PlayStation one games unless you're talking about Final Fantasy Seven. That's it. And I'm. Done. I want to play no PlayStation two <laughs> games. I want to play no PlayStation three games. Yeah. I barely want to play PlayStation four games. Barely. I bought a five for a reason. Mm. I I want to play PS five games. Yeah. That don't was don't give me no old games. I say this though, I need you need to not look at it as that. Look at it as yeah, you don't want to go back and play PS1 games, but you want to play that Metal Gear Solid remake. That's yeah, what that's it would the, be. Yeah. It would be the it would be the modern version of the first gen, right. second gen kind of right. style. Yeah, 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 yeah. You spin it like that, then it sounds much better. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, well, I would yeah, say for uh, Yeah, I would say for me I didn't really take it initially as first gen. I'm immediately thinking second gen stuff and there's a lot of stuff. Uh but two primarily that I would bring back. First of all, is the weirdness, the the oh, oddity, the kind of just sometimes things that don't mix. So if I bring up a, like a modern example of where I think modern K-pop fans, like ones that only know like super, super recent and haven't gone back, um, look at like in Hypen's song, Bite Me, the part where they go, oh my, oh my God. Oh, no. people, people don't like that. That is so really? Wait, they don't like that? There are people that, there are people that, that actively don't like that and i'm that's like that is so yeah that's part. so second gen and I'm like i love it i love it so so much um and then apart from that like the oddity the weirdness that a lot of second gen had the melodrama um i would say long ass music videos with big narratives those bap videos that are 11 minutes long <laughs> and have huge stories to them okay, i like i got you on that one because yeah, i, I like love that. some of those yeah they, they'd be really theatric and entertaining and it's mm -hmm. like oh you want to know what's next so we want to see your idol shoot somebody like they were shooting someone in every one of those videos. <laughs> you know, to, to bury myself a, a even deeper hole, uh, I, I, what I would like to see come back is some of the uh, sexualized stuff in K-pop because <laughs> all of that stuff has been completely erased. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to see a little twerking on the runway. Like nope. I'm talking about like Gain. I'm talking about old sister concepts. Nope. I'm talking about some of like Hello Venus. I'm talking about some of that old smooth stuff that won't even be allowed in K-pop music videos today. I'm not saying I want it back in abundance. I'm saying we should welcome it back in moderation. We need a healthy diet. That's everything in balance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're gonna hate me for that. It's okay though. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. I, I think I think it's because I don't. The thing is that I think people want it and maybe it's the mystery. They want it. Yeah, it's the mystery factor, because if you read Twitter, boy, does it seem like people are fiending for it. But right. if you give it to them, it's too much. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But if you want to, I mean, OK, one of the big music videos for me that was in that kind of casual spot was AOA's miniskirt. Oh. That kind of that kind of concept. You remember that video? Yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you see that these days? No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. So I think in balance, you have a little bit of that. You make sure all these people are adults and want to do it. And there's no problem with that. There you go. That's yeah. what you got to say. Yeah. That's there, also, there hold on. But I understand then your trepidation there because yeah. people are only getting younger in K-pop, it feels. Right. And that's a little odd. But if you have someone who's, you know, in their early to mid 20s, what the hell? Who cares? Like if Twice did a Bring It Back video, Dude. do you want them just sitting at desks looking at flowers? No. <laughs> okay, I'll just say I can't. I wouldn't mind. No, you don't do a song like Bring It Back and you just looking at the stars. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying.
Mm-mm-mm. Okay, moving on. All right. So, <laughs> Stephen K wants to know how you guys prioritize groups as a multi-stan or if it's just a pile of good stuff <laughs> that you pull from. Listen, I, I I love this question because I believe in being a multi-stan. There's there's a lot of people on our ch- a lot of users on our channel mm. that that you know that say, oh, we're, 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 we're just once, or we're, yeah. we're just this, it's just this. Look, I, I love a lot of groups, okay? Yeah. And I, I pride in taking a variety of artists and groups because you always get something unique and different. Yeah. So with me, it's not a problem. I know how to balance it because that's just how I listen to music in a regular anyway. Yeah. I'm so quick to listen to this genre to this genre to this. I mean, hell, my, my radio playlist goes from hip hop to rock to K-pop to anime music to whatever. Yeah. And I can just keep on going. That's just me. <laughs> so it's not a problem for me. Yeah. Same here, man. I, you know, I, I got a I got a doctor's in ear science. You know what I'm saying? So what I understand is that you got to <laughs> listen to everything. You know what I mean? To to only listen to one type of thing, man, you kind of you kind of hurting yourself. You know, you kind of hurt yourself. So uh, I say, man, listen to everything and appreciate everybody because they're all pushing the culture forward. Shout out. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's pretty hard to try to get everything in. But I mean, I, at least for us, I feel like it's important to try to get in as much as we possibly can. I mean, we're still we still don't get everything, but right. we, we, we try right. to get every try. we try to get everything we can, obviously. Uh, some of it, like when we do the smaller groups, arguably we're taking a risk because it really hurts our channel. I don't think people understand how YouTube channels work, but if people don't check out the video, um, the next video doesn't get recommended as much because the yeah. last video didn't get traction. So anytime we check out a group like, you know, or check out like a video like Yenna, or we check out and it's, it's yeah. a really dope song and, and dripping and stuff like that. Uh, if people don't watch it, we're actually hurting our next video so when we put out like four or five videos back to back where people don't check it out it hurts the channel and we still continue to do it we don't really complain about it or anything like that so i I feel like it's important at least for us to do um but we don't get a chance to get everything and for whatever we don't get we try to make up for it and try to get it on patreon if we can yeah and 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 flip back to that because i did miss that part of the question I think it's good that we, you know, even though it hurts in some ways, it's still good to like just do that because then we get some users be like, oh, I never heard of this song. This is actually pretty cool. And that's like the good part about it is that we can at least expose some people to something that they may not have been on their radar. So, I mean, in a way, that's kind of the positive thing about it you know even though that it may not get tens of thousands of views or whatever like that or if it's not popular when we get those comments to say hey i never heard of this group and i'm, I'm glad that you know y'all reacted to them because i would have never checked this out right and i think that's another cool part of being a reactor is the fact that you know no matter what it is just because somebody like enjoys our channel and enjoys us they'll take oh let me see what this video is about i like these guys so let me see if they like it so yeah i I think that's really cool too and i think that's important in being a multi-stand is the fact that you know you like these groups off but you're trying to give the smaller lesser known groups a time to shine as well because you never know what you might find and it's sometimes a joy to find too when we check out something like man this only got so many views y'all oh come on so i think that's really important yeah uh 
first of all, shout out to the person that asked this question, Stephen K, one of my longest uh, patrons and supporters and one of my most active. Um, oh. He handles all my emojis in my Discord and everything. Oh, Gifts of me dancing with a cheeseburger when I'm drunk. <laughs> all, all, all different types of stuff. So uh, shout out and thank you for the question. Uh, I think the reactor side is very interesting of this and also the K-pop fan side of this. I could never understand and I still find it difficult to just comprehend how people only listen to one group or stand one group I, I i simply can't get it um and the way that interactions work between k-pop groups of the infighting of just fandoms and all of that and i liken it to like metal or rock or where i've come from if someone covered another group or said so and so sounds kind of like this band no one ever got offended no one was like well like Megadeth wouldn't think so and's like no one gets upset about that they're like oh chill cool like you were inspired by that that's awesome so I always find it so weird that people you know create their home base on one group and don't extend further out um as for the reactor side that's actually something I'm really interested in with you guys and how you maintain that but it is the number one I think most difficult thing about reacting um I'm one person. I'm just one dude doing this whole thing. And there's a lot of K-pop out there. There's more that I could ever listen to if I did this from sunrise to sundown. Uh, you would never, you would still never get to it all. And I personally really like to champion the little groups. I think I like said that earlier on. Uh, just it's just what I'm attracted to. Someone that's going to be getting less press uh, early on. The first like year and a half or so that I did this channel, I really did a full foray into K bands. Uh, so, you know, a lot of like the bigger, more K-pop like ones like one, we, but we also oh, checked out different out. names that your average K-pop fan would have never heard of that. I found out loving, uh, and those people who enjoy those smaller groups, I find to be the absolute most passionate. And that's what I find to be interesting. Mm. If you go and look on, say, maybe like a twice video or a, a, a big group that'll get a good amount of views. That might have the most views. It has the least comments because those people watch and they don't comment. Whereas the small artist, I almost have, you know, you have a ton of comments with a small amount of views because they're passionate and they want to talk about someone that isn't necessarily given the spotlight. And I find that really endearing. And the same went with like K bands where people were so passionate that I had people from Korea sending me in like 50 minute clips of like the show Super Band, which is like mm -hmm. a survival band show from korea um and and subtitling it just for me to react wow. to it for them and i'm like that's oh. crazy that you're that like that you would do that um crazy in a good way in that like yeah, i yeah. love to see you being so passionate um and i just i think that's really really enduring and uh in terms of the reactor side to where it's difficult is yeah it's killer yeah, <laughs> yeah it really hurts your channel and i find it's that's the number one best thing is consistency and i really struggle with that and i've absolutely hit the wall of walls uh in terms of growth and largely it's because maybe if i just every week put out the you know the same group a big group i haven't done my full deep dive into exo like haven't into bts even like i started with a lot of their earlier stuff and their later stuff but there's that whole middle ground haven't done any of that and i know that would bring in tons of numbers but I sometimes feel bad because there are so many groups that like say um, Big Bang I reacted to recently, like two weeks ago, some live stages of theirs. People loved it. It did pretty well in terms of views, 
Um, and even though I, I I know Big Bang and know them, I know some of their music. It was my first video solely on them on the channel, and it brought a lot of traffic. And people were like, "Subscribed! Like, can't wait for the." I'm like, there's so oh, much to get to. Like, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be able to again do this. And I just feel bad because people are subscribing for this one group. And I'm like, yeah. I listen to like 60. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um. So it's very difficult. That's real. Yeah. 100%. That's real. 100%. And just to piggyback up on that, um, Blackfoot121, a.k.a. Suzanne, wants to know, <laughs> with having your channel, it takes a lot of precious time, right? Mental energy, dedication to keep it all running smoothly. And they want to know how you guys keep to, <clears throat> how you guys manage to keep it active and current while, you know, trying to juggle life, <laughs> your free time, self-care, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I just want to start off by saying, uh, Suzanne is always heartwarming to see your comments. I don't know if you know, but like, Whenever I see your comments, it makes my day better because you leave such heartwarming comments when it comes up. And no, like for real, you're always it's like, you know, I hope you have a wonderful day da, 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 and stuff Love. like that. That helps. So I just want to say that first and foremost, uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, I see the comments. So um, for me personally, is definitely trying to keep a schedule. Yeah. That's something in my life recently that I've been trying to get more adamant about is just trying to keep a consistent flow and schedule. I may not write it down, but I always have like a schedule of like, you know, okay, I'm not going to just edit all night. I'm going to edit this, be done because when I'm, when I'm editing, I get real, I look at a screen 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. Okay, so it's just like I gotta know when to step away, because if I don't, I'm gonna burn myself out. So when it comes with, when like the production side of it, I just gotta know to time myself. Be like, okay, I need to get this done, get this done, have this out by tomorrow. Okay, and then in the morning I can wake up and do a little bit more. Da, 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 da. So that's for me. I just have to have find a workflow that works for me, and that's natural with what I do on a day to day base basis with my job and everything like that. And when it comes to like finding time to react and listen to some music, I'm just making sure that I'm putting it off to where it's not going to wear me down or anything yeah. like that. So that's really, I can all say to that, just, just maintaining a healthy schedule with whatever you're doing. And just to make sure you're making time for yourself. Um, you know, this is fun. You know, I, I love, you know, doing a react and everything like that, but like, we like other things too. And this, whether it's like hanging out with your family, going out, doing something like this weekend, I was just like, oh man, it's hot, but it feels like to be outside, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, hello, sun. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just because I, I tend to sit down a lot because I game a lot and, you know, I watch a lot of TV and stuff, but it's just like, you just got to know when to break away and give yourself some time. So I've been getting real better at it um, and I'm trying to keep improving at that. But that really helps in the balance of everything that we do. Oh, uh, you want to go next, Prince? Yeah. Uh, in terms of the balance, uh, so I would say for some reason, for some odd reason, mentally, I found it so much easier earlier on when I had less time. Um, so now, now I kind of roll with this as as my thing. Whereas previously, I worked in New York City doing um, window cleaning, like high rise cleaning on on wow, um, wow. buildings and whatnot. So waking up at four in the morning, 
from where I lived, more upstate, driving an hour and a half down to the city, working until 4 p.m., getting back at like 6.30, and then filming reactions until 8, hopefully editing it, and then getting back to sleep to wake up again at 4 in the morning. And that was my day-to-day. And it was really hard. (laughs) It was really hard. But something about the grind of it and the difficulty of it Mm, was exciting. And also, it was the fact that I didn't have a lot of time to dedicate to this. So it was like, if there's a spare moment, boom, doesn't matter how you feel, doesn't matter if you're not in the mood or if you know you feel like you, you look off and you're not feeling confident today or get on camera and film the damn thing because you have no time. It's either now or never. Whereas now it's like, I have so much time that I find it harder to get into the headspace of like, and I find I work into flows to where it's like, boom, I'll bang off like nine things in a row like that. I'm just in a great mood. And other times it is just the hardest to just sit down and want to be on camera in front of people. Um, yeah. That's it's really tough in that way. And it is surprisingly taxing in some ways. Like uh, I was talking before uh, we started recording to you guys about watching Boys Planet now. And Boys Planet is a long show. We're watching, I'm watching Queendom Puzzle at the same time. These are two and a half hours an episode shows. Um, so when you go and you film something like that, and by the time you edit, like there's a three and a half hour dedication to one video. That's three and a half hours not going anywhere else to the YouTube yeah. channel. That's only going to Patreon. That's not going to the YouTube channel. That's not going to a lot of other things. Yeah. Uh, so knowing where to put that time into what is going to help you and not exhaust you, because that's another thing too. Three hours of like concentration. It's really different from sitting back on the couch, slump slumped over with like popcorn <laughs> on your belly and just passively taking in content as opposed to like sitting up straight, thinking of things to say and being yeah. presentable, yeah. mentally draining and kind of physically too, because my back yeah. starts to hurt. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot. Um, I try to break it up by going to the gym. Used to be really in shape pre-pandemic and then the pandemic just killed that. Yeah. So I'm trying to actively go more to the gym and get back to my old ways because I definitely had more energy to when I was much healthier than I am now. So that's a really good way to break it up. Um, and since I moved here to Seattle and knowing nobody, having no friends or family, it's really easy to be more shut in and insular. And I could sometimes go three days without going outside, like easily. It could happen. Um, and I think you need to really push yourself to not do that. Um, but yeah, it's it's been harder now for me the more time I've had than than anything. No, that's deep. I empathize yeah. with a lot of the stuff you just said. Uh, for me, uh, it's kind of tough. My wife keeps me grounded a lot because I don't know how to stop. I literally, I'm always working. Like, and if I'm not really working, I'm mentally doing something. So it's like a hyper focus. So I'll be hyper focused. Like, so when we're done, I'm editing. I'm not stopping until I'm done. And then I'm moving to the next thing and I'm not stopping that until I'm done. And then I'm moving over to this. So no matter what mentally I'm always on, even when I'm not supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and it sucks because it's like, I, I try to, you know, you know, when they're when the kids are playing board games and I try to sit down and be present, but I'm always thinking about Oh man, in two weeks, this has to be done. Let me go ahead and get started on this now. Even though I probably don't have to, I just like being so far ahead. I don't want to be caught. 
because there's been times in life where I've been caught in situations where I took advantage of the fact that I didn't have to have something done in a certain amount of time. And then the, the something happens, the deadline closes in on you, and now you can't make it. I'd rather be so far ahead that if that thing hits, I ain't got to worry about it. It's yeah. already done. You know what I mean? And uh, having kids makes it a lot more harder to record. Yeah. Uh, so I have to, for my solo stuff, I have to record it like four in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Before my daughter wakes up because she's, she's loud and I'm trying to keep it somewhat professional. It's not the easiest thing to record videos four in the morning. You know what I mean? Or I have to do it really late at night considering the fact that I woke up at four in the morning. Recording a video at like 11 o'clock at night isn't necessarily the best thing to do. So, you know, I mean, I'm not complaining or anything. I'm just saying like it is tough. It, I'm still trying to juggle all of it and, and mentally be present and mentally disconnect from the work but it's it's kind of tough at least for me just because like i'm literally always mentally working in my head like i'll randomly be thinking like hey this 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 and this and this has nothing to do with this right now but i just want to say it right now so somebody else heard me say it all right now let me go ahead and go back to what i was doing you know what i mean so it's it's a struggle but i mean it's it, it comes with the territory yeah. Uh, if I could just quickly interject, though, just with, with that, uh, it something came to mind of in terms of like making time and being in the mood. That's also a big thing of like, do you guys ever feel like sometimes if you're fitting something, squeezing something in that mood that you're in is affecting how you feel about the music and you're not giving it yes. the time of day, the proper reaction to it kind of thing? There's a hundred percent. There's been a few moments where. I had to like stop myself and be like, you know what? I'm not reacting right now. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. I don't want this to like affect my perception or something. Because I'm a very emotional person. People know I get hype. <laughs> I get hype and I get angry. And I don't want to give one sided feeling on something. So, yeah, yeah. There's been plenty of times where I'll be like, okay, let me stand back for right now. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to have anything deep to say. I say, um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up with a high pressure life, you know, as a, as a, as a children, you know, so uh, I built up some pretty strong calluses, you know, when it comes to, to work life balance. I mean, it's very important. It's a marathon, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you can't knock everything out. And I'm, a, I'm big on mood where like, I'm my best when I have the best energy around me. So I always try to kind of gravitate towards the things that give me the most energy. Like even this dynamic here at TRC, like energy is pure. So like, I, I feel like I'm at my best at times, right? There's people around me in my circle. It's a balance, right? So sometimes you get tired, you got to lean on somebody. Sometimes you get this. I'm not a one man show and I know that, right? I, I think I kind of sit better as a, as a more of a composer in my lifestyle because me doing everything, man, I move like a, like an old computer. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a floppy disk, you know what I'm saying? I'm, Not a floppy disk. Yeah, yeah. I, he's I he's the, di the, the dial-up tone. Just, hey, I, I know me. I know my struggles. I, I, I take out one one thing at a time. Then I go in and take out one thing. It's, it sucks. I know a lot of people hate me for it. It's like, man, what you move? It's like, I, I can only move at this pace because if I go too far in front, it's going to impact other things around me. So it's like one of those things that... I, the whole ship has to move, right? And once that ship is moving, it's sailing, right? 
if I try to push it by myself, I can only go with, but so far. So I think me, I'm more of a, I kind of lean a, a, around everything and everybody. So, and I listen to myself. Sometimes I want to do more and more and more and more. And I got to remind myself, I'm a, I'm an old computer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I may need some upgrades and some hard jobs and let me focus on that. Let me focus on, you know, upgrading my, this upgrading that. So in my life, I'm, you know, I'm talking to a nutritionist. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm practicing maybe meditation, working out. Like the whole collective to me is just, it makes everything else a little bit better in my opinion. But, uh, sorry guys. That's all I can. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing is I'm super, I, I'm honestly really envious of you guys and your dynamic in that, like, what is it? What's the like high tides raise all ships kind of thing of, for me, if I'm really in a bad mood or say I just have a week where I'm feeling kind of depressed, like you, your your channel takes that shot. Like when I made this big move all across the country and drove that whole way and had to, I, I didn't move with anything and I had to buy a whole new apartment and get my computer set up. And I, like I lost like 300 people on Patreon just from that. Boom. Because you're not posting. And it's a, you, you're bringing the pure energy just yourself. Like it's really nice. And I'm envious of you guys. So like, if I'm not feeling it that day, I know someone else is going to and bring my mood up and I'm going to fall in line with as, as the people are around me. Where if I'm feeling off from having like kind of a, a, a moment where I'm feeling a little depressed over that month or something, it's, it, there's no way of really someone else pulling me out of it kind of thing. And it, I don't want it to taint like the rest of the, the content type deal. So uh, it's really nice that you guys have that to where you could lean on each other in those situations and also someone someone like i'm gonna pull the slack like this week or not even this week but like this reaction specifically if someone's feeling it and someone's not you always kind of have that to lean on and that's really nice yeah then everybody can hate me when i don't like someone i'll be the better he's got to shift the blame <laughs> so yeah it's good it's good i know he's happy a lot of the times like hey they used to always talk about me right so it's on you now <laughs> you yeah. got the juice <laughs> yeah you got the juice now king <laughs> I get I get to be a nice little rice cake over here, you know what I mean? <laughs> rice cake. <laughs> you know, just just neutral. And... Rice cake's inoffensive, yeah, neutral. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, that was deep. Um <clears throat> Okay, so next question is from Asa Once. Um, so as you guys branch out into this podcast land and do these K-pop music challenges with the tune trials, um, especially doing them with other reactors. They're loving them, by the way. Oh. Um, are there any other concepts or ideas that you want to add to the channel? Yes, but do you want to know yet? <laughs> Don't you want to just see it when it happens? We, we're doing some stuff. Behind the scenes. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. We have some stuff. Yeah, out. I mean, uh, I, I think we've said it more than a few times. Like, like oh, I think one of the things I'm I'm very proud of is is tune trials recently because I think yeah. we said that in the beginning of the year like Amazing. what we wanted to do was try to create something with the reactors and try to like you know do something that's more laid back and fun like you know I know everybody watches us for reactions but like I, I wanted to create something that'll be like just fun and interactive and I, I, I took a look at it yesterday I'm like man. 35k views now oh wow and wow. i was just like and i'm and i'm very happy about that because it's just like i wanted it to like do not just for the numbers sake but 
I see a lot of comments like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. This is great. You know, but yeah, I think we always want to add something different just because reacting is fun. Yeah. But I, I I I like trying to like challenge myself and try to create be the like you know the the term content creator is just yeah, it's, all, it's such a term now you know yeah. and this is like I want to be a content creator y'all yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying you know reaction is not content because it is work but you know I always I want always want to challenge myself to do something that will be outside of what you're comfortable in. And I guess in this instance, it'll be outside of just doing reaction videos. I want to try something else, do some kind of long form, short form content, whatever it yeah. may be. And it's, 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 it's really cool. So yeah, there's a lot of things that we want to try. And I, I think that everybody should want to try something different because you never know what it could do. Ditto. I went just kind of like what Prince was alluding to earlier. Like, even if you just want to start a reaction channel, yeah you know and then you don't know where you would go from from there it might lead you to something else so i I think it's the journey so even though you start at one place you never know what it can lead you to yeah i look i did answering the question without answering the question no that was answer i feel like that's the answer okay i was going to say the same thing i mean look at us we might mess around being part of a drama you know what i'm saying (laughs) so i don't know about all that I think I think just the journey. I think it's you know just keep doing things and have fun. Like I, I would love to just keep you know diving more into the culture. So, so you know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something I think about in terms of like how are you going to separate yourself or do something unique. Um, it's another reaction to a twice video or this or that. Like it, it's a lot of the same content to spice it up with something fresh or something at least different where the tone is different. Like something long form like this. I would like something like this. I would love to do every week as it breaks up your routine and what you're used to doing. And I think it's very helpful mentally and also for the content that people are receiving. Uh, I had mentioned probably to, to uh, a lot of people in my community like a year and a half, two years ago. There's really no standardized, like great, like everyone is pointing to it, K-pop podcasts out there. It doesn't really exist for the most part. Like you have some that that I've listened to throughout the years. Um, but none that is like, oh, consistent every week and kind of overarching across a lot of different groups kind of thing. And I think that's something sorely missing. So this is great for that. And also like that cultural element, fun videos that you can create that are all over YouTube. Like I had one idea of like, hey, there are lists out there of like each member of Twice's like favorites comfort snacks or something. Why don't I just set up an order and buy those? And like, we do a little taste test of, oh, Geo loves this. Let's see. And we get to explore the culture a little bit. That's not a bad idea. That, that was my idea. Trademark. I'm not going to blockberry this. <laughs> I'm not going to blockberry this. Well, love me, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so that was like one of my ideas. It's doing something different that makes it a little bit more fresh and fun. And the Toon Trials is a perfect example of that. And also the fact that I think it's really cool that you guys are bringing in that it doesn't have to be adversarial amongst people doing the same thing of peers. Because I think that is something that we just put in the back of our heads a lot. It's something that gets me down a lot. Yeah. To where I'll be doing this a lot and putting so much work into this. Someone will start this week and boom, 80K subscribers. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, what am I doing? My whole life is like, I'm, I'm, uh, what am I doing? And you need to really not focus in on that or else you'll be eternally miserable. So making a community amongst reactors i think is really helpful too so the tune trials is really good for that 
Anybody else got anything? You good? I mean, I, I mean, I'll just add. I just like the mm-hmm. idea of uh, the, the us interviewing other reactors. Man, like I think I've absolutely. said it before. It 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 usually sometimes it comes off as like, hey, we don't actually care what you guys are doing. We just want to see what you guys think of this song. But there are some people that are real fans of us, and they actually do want to hear about us and hear us talk outside of the reaction. So you know, us bringing on other reactors and stuff like that. I think that's cool for people to get to know them outside of just the reaction to the video. So that maybe they'll understand why the person's reacting it the way they are to some, you know? Yeah. And then I think because everybody can speak, like we all appreciate all of you who's watching and listening for taking the time to consume this content. Cause I know, you know, you might hear, be here for one thing, but for, for the most of you that have, especially all the supported the tune trials and supporting the podcast whatever you do we love it because i mean we'll see somebody share something on twitter like oh dang they shared that yeah. oh, that's cool yeah. like, and a lot of and a lot of our jobs suck so it's good to have fun to listen to <laughs> while, while we're yeah. at our shitty ass jobs. yeah we, i've heard a lot of that like yo yeah. i was listening to this while i was working it's just like oh well dang i'm i'm happy we can provide that yeah. you know for so your job could the time that your job can go faster and everything like that so i don't know it's cool it's cool so yeah, if y'all y'all keep on, you know, loving it and giving us the feedback, it's gonna keep yeah, everything. And then us being other content creators and reactors, man, that's that's special. Like even hearing each other's stories, it's like, I don't know, it just it does something different. Because on camera is one thing, but now we get a chance to really exchange. We're kind of building a community of our own. So important, man. So shout out. Yeah, and it's all about kind of that. That's why the people that are clicking on this and say the tune trials, things like that, they're the real ones. Like you're coming yeah, yeah. for the personality and i think that comes with time say we were mentioning about people starting their own reaction channel or just doing it just do it and at first you're gonna do what you've seen you're gonna do who you like to watch that other reactors and then soon over time you start to find your voice and that voice is going to attract people that are not clicking on this video because it says stray kids on it they're clicking on it because you uploaded it and that is what's special that right. when they come for your voice, your unique voice, because we all come from very different walks of life, have had different experiences, have different takes on everything. Right. And it's it's finding the person, just like any critic, any like game writer or, or, or you know, movie critic, it's finding the person that you align with to where you're like, I vibe with this guy. So yeah. what they have to say, you know, means something a little bit more. And also, you know, is like a reflection of, of maybe me in some ways. Um, and yeah, so that's why I think people who are watching things like this are are like in it for the long haul, and I appreciate that. Mm. What's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up we have oh, hmm, Alasa X reacts nine nine three five. They want to know how K-pop has changed your perspective in music, and if you've learned anything about yourself listening to or being a part of K-pop. Uh. I mean, like, I've always had a wide ear for music. I mean, I always use the term, I think music is my um, music is my life. You know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. do anything without music. Anytime I relate anything to anything, it's always music. Like, my wife does Disney, I do music. You know, we'll, we'll both look at something and she'll, she'll quote something from a Disney movie and I'll quote something from a song. So factual. Uh, but yeah, music is like, I, I don't think I'd, I would have made it as far without music. There's literally a song. Anytime I have a mood, there's literally a song for that. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? To either help me sink further into that mood if I want to, or help me get up out of that mood. So um, music's literally pulled the strings of my life, in my opinion, like the entire time I've been here on this planet. Um, so I don't feel like K-pop's had anything specific outside of the fact that I do like the joy, um, you know, yeah. Princeton um, alluded to it earlier. K-pop brings a lot more joy than a lot of other um, other genres of music, I believe. And, uh, you know, that's that's very welcome. I, I feel like um, like there, there hasn't been nothing that has changed my perspective in music from K-pop. But from what I've gained from it is the fact that there can still be a good community surrounding something. Yeah. Like there's always something like you 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 think like I'm not like, you know, a part of this kind of clique or something like that like oh, I don't fit in there and I fit in there but I feel like with K-pop is like come like we said it before come as you are and just mingle <laughs> like yeah, i just that's yeah. how it is and i think that side of it is just what has really changed my outlook on some things because you can really discover a lot about other people that you may see yourself in yeah and that's a real comforting feeling when you like you know oh every time you try to find something that you're have something in common with somebody but when you see like that on a wide spectrum it's like just really reassuring because it's just like man like i thought i was the only one that like like this type uh. of stuff and, <laughs> and you know i just feel like you know it's just me but no it's you and a whole lot of people so you know i kind of felt like in some terms like of like especially with music like with us it's like it's okay if you don't like this but i like that it's yeah. okay and, and like for the most part if you stay off twitter you know <laughs> you find people like oh it's okay that you don't like that it's all right it's good um but yeah. you know for the most part it's really inviting and and people more try to have a conversation with you rather than being mad at you yeah and i think that's what i love about the the, the k-pop community and everything and i feel like that has changed my outlook on things because i feel like we can have more grounded conversations about what you like yeah yeah i mean i agree you know i told you guys i have doctors doctorates in ears man so i, I think for me i just enjoy just hearing all music like everybody else's i'm not I, I think i was never ever like oh what is this k-pop thing i was kind of always open to i'm open to all music but what i really like about the music is experiences i can tell you i can go back to errors and let you know what what i was on what type of time i was on in that era yeah. Right. This is just another uh, pin to this area in my more adulthood. You know, K-pop has consumed that and, and it's also built a community and things of that nature and kind of how they pulled us in as well. You know, when we first started, it was like, oh, we're not going to let you guys go. <laughs> get Like, get in here. Are you, yeah. are you hungry? Are you hungry? You know what I'm saying? Do you need anything? Are you thirsty? Right. And that's that's, that's how this community facts. brought us in. So, you know, now this is I feel like it's making me a better individual, it's making me even more open minded yeah. and making my palate even more, um, you know, I don't know, just open to any sound or anything that anybody's doing that's different. You know, I, I have a better way of embracing it. Yeah, I love what you said about eras too. Of that's something that's really great about K-pop in that you're seeing these idols debut and you can remember just seeing seeing artist growth is so mm -hmm. cool and it's never more emblematic than with K-pop because you're 
you're given such an insight that you aren't with a lot of other artists um, to where it feels like you're both watching an episode of, of Big Brother of a camera in the dorms, like yeah. chilling out yeah. and then relaxing. Yeah. And you get to know these people to a degree. I mean, that's one thing that some people think they know them too well, but yeah. you get to know them to a degree. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're not necessarily your friend. They don't know you, but it's still nice to have that personality um, and to see people grow in their abilities and their personalities over time. And that's really unique. And as far as the community, one thing, as like I said before, people coming from all walks of life, like in mine specifically, like we've got, there are lawyers, there are doctors, there are uh, there are models, people that play, you know, junior hockey. There's people from all over the place that do all different types of things. And that is, yes, a true for every kind of music genre, maybe. But one thing I can't say about every music genre is there has rarely been a show that I've gone to and I've seen everywhere from 10 years old to six in their 60s at the yes. same wow. show. Yeah. Same show. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice to see some of my favorite experiences going to live shows. And I've gone to like way too many in the last year and a half, like a lot is the, is the line just talking with other people in the long line, you line up three to four hours before the damn show. You better make some friends next to you in line or else it's going to be a boring time. So, so it's so easy to just make friends that way. And you're so excited to talk about it. Well, who's your bias? Well, what's your favorite group? Oh, well, I liked this release. And as long as you stay off Twitter, it's such a warm community, such a warm community. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have a question from Polbear15. They want to know which non-Korean artist do you think would do well in K-pop? Um, I'll just pick the person that everybody seems to pick all the time, Tanache. Oh, wow. I mean, they people seem to look up to her and like her vibe. And, and she does do pop music that could fit in the K-pop genre. So I'll just pick Tanache. It was hard for me to choose, but um, I chose Narani. Oh yeah, I feel like she can pick you know, fit that mold perfectly. So yeah, yeah. I was going to say Soldier Boy, but I was like, no, I know how the groove's going. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> get out of here! He's probably hey. a fan of K-pop, though, right? I, I can see so. that. He's a fan of money, but I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I had to, I would say um, Pink Sweat, maybe. You know, maybe that might be a stretch, but uh, that's a hard one. I was going to say Doji Cat, and I was like, y'all not going to accept that one either. But uh, that's pretty much Pink Sweat, or maybe Toby, but maybe. So I, I don't listen to any Western pop. I'm not really a Western pop fan, mostly. Like I said, I'm more into like like indie electronic stuff or rock or metal, things like that. So in terms of like the, I didn't, I, I didn't recognize nearly any names you guys just mentioned. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, for me, I think I chose pretty obvious ones of like some pop artists that I do like. Um, uh, and I don't even know these artists like super, super well. Um, but I chose number one, I chose Rina Sawayama, who I think almost kind of blends perfectly. I think there are plenty of people that love K-pop that really, really love her. Mm. Um, and in a similar vein, in terms of like the way her music is structured, I chose Charlie XCX, um, who was kind of in that similar like PC music genre vein that was around in like 2015. That was super interesting. Sure. But like they had like artists like I think Poppy and ar artists like that. Uh, who was the other one? Oh, is it Sophie? I think Sophie was her name. Um, and 
the artists like that, I think that have a bit of a new thing to bring and also kind of a like avant-garde style that I think would fit really well into K-pop. So next question we have from RXMZ2386. Um, so would you guys rather amazing skill and techniques in vocals, but average dancing or vice versa? Thinking more in the context of like survival shows like Boy Planet. Uh, I'm like Warren G. I want it all. Bring socks and draws. What? you know what i'm saying Jesus i'm just saying we, we're getting we're getting a lot of uh acts that are more versatile and people can do everything I, i'm not opposed to people specializing in one thing yeah you know what i mean but uh, uh that's why we have groups right you you have people that these are the things they do well and then these this person does these things well and then the, you have that person that can that's you know a army switchblade and they got 18 roles and they can do it all and that person ends up becoming most people's biases so yeah. i think you can generally see how people feel about that well i'll be the tough one on here and choose one there we go uh i think i would lean more towards the vocal side yeah um just 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 because of how i am <laughs> yeah um i love dance i do but there's just something when you get those right vocals close your eyes ambitious ace music all day that's it same here man you know i've, I've coming from a person who's you know try to get their girlfriend back um i try dancing i try singing i think singing works the best <laughs> Jesus <laughs> no, you're right. Singing well, that, does work yeah, the best. It's probably because you didn't dance as so, good as you no, sang. I'm telling hey, you, you're no, right. It's something about when you sing. That's a lot more dedication. A little bit more. Shout out to Megan Good and Stump the Yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good point. Good point. But uh, I, I'm more. <laughs> I know singing. Is, you know, singing. You can make people feel things. Yeah. You know, when you're dancing. You know, it's a little bit different. Say the last dance. I mean, come on. We can go. We can name every dance movie. Right. Yeah, and ain't one of my singing. They one of my dancing. But ain't you guys seen wrong. you guys seen ten dance and you didn't feel anything from that? Okay, say it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you can't sing and then you try to sing, hey. it's like, oh, you tried, and I and I and I love you for that. <laughs> like that's how I feel it is. And, and with singing, you can kind of settle and let people know. You kind of hum some stuff. Yeah. With yeah. dancing, you can't, you can't improvise. Dancing. Yeah. You can't. Like with singing, you can get away you with a bad it. note here and there and try to do something different. Dancing, mm -mm, if you mess up, you mess up. See, I see it as the opposite to where like to a layman, I think like if I... I can notice you cannot sing faster than I notice that like you cannot dance because right. I just think it's so... it's seeing seeing like a rough dancer is not so bad as hearing a bad singer to where i'm like ah and on boys planet let me tell you these first these first couple episodes where you got like i said earlier like 90 something guys going into the show a lot of them can't do either like at all wow. like they're coming from the ground floor and that's when i kind of have to understand from this trainee process like some of them just come in purely because like you're a you're a good look like we will teach you to sing and dance and they're coming in with zero experience mm. and they got to put themselves out there and it is you want to see like hindenburg 2.0 it is brutal some of the times yeah. like really brutal um and i would definitely from what i've heard so far purely on these recent two episodes vocals absolutely i'd rather you have better vocals <laughs> than not be able to dance 
So you can be taught to how to sing? Like yeah. Don't you know? yeah. 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 Come on, yeah. you come on, you watch making a band. Yeah, yeah. Man. No, but I thought you had to be, <laughs> No. No, like you what? can learn how to sing. Yeah, you can learn. Yeah. Really? People people don't sing correctly. They don't use their diaphragm and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. You can be taught how to sing. I did not know that. I've learned that yeah. from experience. Yeah. News to me. Okay. That was a great question then. Hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just I things I didn't know. Okay, so then we are moving on to Amelia Rose. Wait, did I just read that? No. Amelia Rose 5817? No, I didn't just say that. No. Okay, so do you guys think that idols should write their own music or not? Nah? Yes. Yeah, they want to get paid. Okay. Well, anyway. like, You're going to elaborate or that's it's just... I mean, <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, why not? Okay. Yeah, I thought this was an this was an obvious one. Yeah, <laughs> you, is, yes. will, you you uh, yes. will connect so much more to an artist that you know has penned that lyric that has like you feel that this is them on the page on the screen, yes. like knowing that you know uh, Bang Chan worked on a lot of their music or Hung Jung wrote so and so's rap. Like y you connect with it in a different way, knowing this came from their brain or their heart, and it's so much easier to connect that way. And that's not that there's discredit any discredit anybody that has written for somebody else, because I think that's that's great too. Yeah. But if you have the option to write your own, go for Why it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, working in the studio, uh, I kind of come of the elk that look. Uh, everybody doesn't have to write their music. Uh, the only reason I say that is because there's people that don't want to be in the spotlight. And they need jobs too. And yeah. some of these are the, some of the best songwriters in the world. Like we have Kenzie, you know what I'm saying? We have MJF, uh, Melanie Joy Fontana. Uh, we have people that don't like the spotlight and they, they are very good at what they do. Now, if uh, we're talking about for the long run and the longevity of these artists' financial status, I believe it's in their best interest to write. Um, so, you know, I, f I feel like there's a reason for both I, I personally uh like you can't tell me like whitney houston didn't sing i will always love you better no, than dolly no. Part. i mean she literally destroyed the song and made it sound like some of the most incredible stuff you ever heard and she didn't write a single word to that uh but she felt it in her core and she sung it as if she did so you know i i feel like both are necessary now i, I am of the elk where you're not about to be walking around here talking about you're the greatest and you ain't write it hey. you know uh that's that's probably the hip-hop in me uh you can't rap you know kanye west you can't say you're the best rapper alive and you didn't write it uh but you know you can say you're the best entertainer yeah you know but for the sake of their monetary futures i think they should write i also think it's a core element for a rapper specifically that right. you better be writing your own stuff like that <laughs> that better be a, a thing that you at least dabble in and for the core future thing that you mentioned that is huge especially yeah. in k-pop you look at someone like soyan mm -hmm. she's got she's got cube by their you know oh, yeah. she, she could do whatever she wants <laughs> she could do whatever she wants like it doesn't it doesn't matter like they are bending to her because she makes their money not not them um so that's huge now they can dictate whatever they want on in, incoming contract talk. So it's very important that you at least dabble in some producing. And I think that that is just becoming so much more commonplace in K-pop in general. Uh, you look at even like a lot of the newer groups, like I know like Purple Kiss does a lot of that as well. So it's important. So, mm. Okay, so to kind of piggyback off of that, 
Aaliyah Caro5015 wants to know, in your opinion, who are the top idols that have amazing rap skills? Um, do you think any of them can go solo? Um, I'll just, I'll name one and I'll just piggyback off what Prince just alluded to. Um, Yuki from Purple Kiss. I mean, I know she's on Queendom Puzzle. She writes all her own raps. She's incredible. I think she has what it takes to do her own solo thing. Yeah, I, I think I'll definitely have to pick up, piggyback off of that because, yeah, Yuki. Writing her own lyrics, Japanese idol that was learning the language at the same time, That's that takes a lot of work mm -hmm. and she already has so many credits already. It's very impressive that you see her where she is now at this age. Where the hell is she going to be in four years from now? So, And, and the, thing, the key thing I want you to, uh, people to catch what you said she's japanese in other words she came to korea alone she doesn't have anybody there mm -hmm. so uh my choice uh i would definitely i, I couldn't not yeah you know, i have to agree with the yuki thing but i'd also go with uh who has also released solo work so maybe you could say they've gone solo already but uh do hanse of victim mm -hmm. is mm. filthy He's absolutely filthy. <laughs> so he's one of my absolutely, like my favorite, favorite rappers out there in terms of K-pop. So choose him. I think any of three Racha could do it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would lean towards Chungbin. I just love his tone specifically. And um, I think that as a pure rapper, he would be a great fit. Whereas like with Han, I really love his vocals as well and wouldn't want to choose yeah. one over the other kind of thing. Um, and also someone that I've just recently taken a liking to that one of those rappers you're like hey i didn't realize how much i initially loved his rapping ability is jsef of card uh, uh has a really great flow to him too and i think he'd he'd be a great pick oh bang bang you got anybody oh i, I agree with the guys oh okay you... okay i wasn't sure I, I got one but people don't want me to say his name uh mark but you know, I was just saying. Can we can we do one thing without mentioning Mark? Okay, and, and technically, yeah. Mark, Mark's I, I, my, I my bias, to, so I love I did, it. I didn't I didn't mention him on the acting thing on purpose, okay? Because I would I was about to put him in I every can't let role. this video in without mentioning Mark. I was okay? gonna put Mark in every role because it's like he can do everything. You know what I mean? The genius. The genius. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I can't. So, Amelia Rose. 5817. She just has a lot of good questions. But anyway, um, they want to know what's your favorite discography by K pop act? Uh, you know what? It was easily Red Velvet, but I want to uh, say with every every album that comes out twice is definitely catching them for me. Because uh, Red Velvet, I love everything from debut. Like with Twice, I start loving Twice's stuff after Phil Special. I think their albums start getting more better and complete. Um, and ATs and Stray Kids are easy yeah, additions easy. to that. I want to say this question was tough because there's we haven't even covered everything. So yeah. it's just mm -hmm. like, so I had to think of in recent memory as our channel, as a growth, like, you know, from, from beginning to now, and ATs came straight to mind. Yeah. Just because with every release, they build up on it. And it's like, I know they have a concept, it's a series and everything, but... And that's what it's supposed to. It's supposed to get larger, but they literally get larger than life with every release. And it's just like, <laughs> how do y'all keep on going ahead? I don't understand it. So if I had to just pick one in terms of that instance, it'll be 80s for sure. People haven't heard the new album. 
doing yourself a disservice. It is so mind-blowingly good. It's my favorite this year so far. That's incredible. Um, my pick, it's really tough. Red Velvet is such a, a good one. And the first one that obviously comes to mind when you think of like solid gold discographies, excellent B-sides, Red Velvet is the one. I have to go with Mamamoo um, yeah, be- yeah. because yeah. I, I love the arc of Mamamoo of the distinct... We want to talk about eras like a group like Mamamoo has eras of what you know is an older Mamamoo song compared to like their four color series compared to more modern newer Mamamoo also very distinctly them but still different um and I love that about them I saw them live last month and it was I flew down to Arizona to see them and it was just like transcendent like to see them hear them live vocally they're it's absolutely so unbelievable yeah yeah. Um, and it's like a privilege to just hear them sing, and I, I just got to go with them. Oh, great choice! Yes, I'll I'll go with um, <laughs> I'll say um, I mean, twice is an easy one. Straight kids, uh, you know, shiny. Um, but I, you know, if I really think about it from like kind of like with Ace Man, since we've been kind of doing this, I would say XO, um, for me. Mm, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know early on they really hooked me, um, and you know I'm looking forward for them to con- continue to keep knocking things out the park. That excites me because that's a group I've really barely touched. Honestly, I've listened to maybe like their first four or five title tracks, and then some of the more recent ones, like their last three or four. And then I know like your big ones, like Monster and everything like that. But in terms of B sides, haven't touched it. So mm. that's that's something I'm really looking forward to. All right. <clears throat> Next question. Do you guys think that the success of big companies groups are due to their companies? Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Okay. I mean, I, it's unfortunate that some of the smaller groups don't get the press that they get. But if you look at the view counts on videos, they pretty much fall in line with the label popularity. It sucks. Yes, yeah, it's just what it is. What it is. <laughs> no, it really does suck. It's I mean, like, it was like that in hip hop too. It's so like that. It's like that in uh, R and B. It's like that. It's just like the the bigger your company, the bigger the brand, the bigger the name. Of course, it's going to help the group. And then you have fans that only like one company. Yeah, That's it. and unfortunately, so so yes. Yeah. It's like an as an athlete have a better chance of getting signed if they have a top three agent in the country compared to. Mm-hmm any random guy in their hometown like it's just different they have different resources different connections and also sometimes i will never point out names because that would be suicide but (laughs) you you can you can walk on stage and lay lay a crap on the floor and if you come from a big company people will love it and you'll get views no matter what and that's not going to happen for a small group it's sink or swim um so everything yeah yeah exactly they don't they don't have like that's why at least at the time it was called big three privilege i guess we wouldn't call it big three anymore but that is a thing i think that is absolutely a thing just as the rich get richer and the poor really have to nail it to get to that level yeah thanks all right last question we have ash ashall 2518 wants to know have you ever thought right song wrong group and provide an example Look, man, this is the most stressful question for me. Um, and the only reason I say that is because I know how people might react to what I'm going to say. Look, I think we're going to have the same song. <laughs> I'm not saying that either group, I'm going to give you two examples of like 
So I don't think the groups did the song worse. I just think if you swapped the songs that to me, I think that they can do better justice to it. So I'm going to say give Blackpink's ice cream to Espa, and I'm going to say give next level to Blackpink. Uh, mm. I, I personally think that will result in better songs. I'm not saying anybody sung anything worse than anybody or anybody sung anything better than anybody. I'm not saying any member of any group is better than any member. I'm just saying, like, if you swap the songs, I think the songs would have came out better. Um, just my personal opinion. I think that's the God honest truth for those songs. You're gonna take next level away from us. No one can say next level level like Winter can. Like, no one can say it like her. <laughs> I actually think if you gave that to Blackpink, I think they would have killed that record. Uh. Um, I understand that people have the YG like sound love and they have the SM sound love, but I, I, I do think if we, we swap the songs, like even if you just took Savage, right? I think uh Blackpink would have came off a little bit more savage than uh, than Aespa. Mm. Uh I mean people are gonna be mad, but you know, I, I said what I said. Um, and I'm not reading the comments. There we go. I'll, I'll, I, I can make I can make them matter by just piggybacking off of it and commenting. And that I think if you did that, okay, that's if you took the song distilled from each other. But I think Teddy would make the song worse. Sorry. Uh, oh, next level. Yeah. Or sad. Yeah, because he'd add that last section that's supposed to be a dance yep. break that's really annoying. The YG party. <laughs> it's good on some songs. It's really bad when it ain't good. Ace, go ahead, and um, I hope I'm not taking your bad guy tag from you. Uh, here's your chance to get it back. I don't want it. <laughs> there we go. Good job. That's what I'm doing. You are a brave, sir. You, yeah, you are brave. <laughs> you are a gentleman and a scholar. Okay? Yeah, there we go. A real um, one, if you will. <laughs> um, I, I made made the notion I'm not going to mention any groups. There we go. I didn't say And um, The reason I said that is because... I don't. I don't think uh, K-pop. I that, got another one for you if you in want. That, in that element, <laughs> K-pop is not. Um, and y'all might call me out, but y'all not mature enough. Let's get controversial. Uh, <laughs> I got another. Y'all not mature what do you think enough. About this? Hold on, Too but much. they're they're not mature enough to handle that that concept. We do it in R and B, hip hop, and everything all the time. Mm. You know, and but when it's K-pop. It's like, how dare you? Yeah, man. And I don't want to touch that because I don't feel like K-pop has matured to where they can be like, you know, I could see um, Blackpink doing that. Ooh. I can see um, Espa doing that. I, I don't think y'all have matured enough to where y'all can actually, I mean, I, I feel thankful that we can see covers sometime by these groups. I'm like, oh, yeah, they were, cool. I joke with Dame all the time. They were allowed to do that <laughs> because... Oh, they actually let them cover this? Yeah. So that's just, I, I mean, listen, let me answer the question. Yes, there have been some groups where I'll be like, I don't think this is for them. And I think I've said that on a reaction. Yeah. I can't remember what, what, what it was, but somebody was just like, how could you know what's for them? Oh, yeah. And that's why I don't say nothing about it no more, because most of y'all ain't mature enough to handle the thought of that. Ace, yeah. what do you think it is? Uh, not saying y'all know I love Purple Kiss. Oh no, Purple Kiss killed. Can we talk again? Right? Yes. How would Mama Moo have done that song? Oh. 
Mm. And that's a possibility too in the same company, <laughs> you know? I can get with that. Aya, I think Aya could have been done better by Purple Kiss. I could agree with that, maybe. But to see, it's the same Hold level. On. It's the same label, so it's but not I'm controversial. On that, I'm trying to, I'm on, that, I'm on that Can We Talk again. I want that. <laughs> That's the I thing, wouldn't though. find that. I don't necessarily think someone could would do it better. I, I want to see the other group do it. That's the yeah, thing. I, I don't, right, it's right, not, right, it's right, not right, who's right, doing right, it better. Right. I really want to see Mama Mood perform that song. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't want Purple Kiss's version to not exist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. No, I'm not. I'm not answering that. <laughs> That's y'all. Y'all have fun with that. You know. See, I love. I love stuff like this, even though if it's difficult for some people, it's just like I don't know. Well, you gotta most grow of those sometime. people are probably ain't in here anymore. Anybody that would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. That's the thing. The people that are like really involving themselves in the conversation or talking on your discords and things like that, largely they're well-adjusted adults. They're they're yes. not the people that are going to go off on you on Twitter kind of thing. They're you know they they understand that we don't mean any harm by any of these groups. It's just something that's fun to think about. For me though, boy, did something come to mind immediately and is like this is a song that I don't think this group should have performed. Period. Um, and that's Cookie by New Jeans. Um, uh, that's a good one because that oh, song is a great one. great song and it is not meant for girls that are that age. Stuff. <laughs> that is absolutely you know what killed cookie though idol would have killed cookie. that's what i'm saying yeah. like yeah like oh that's such a good one that's a good one <laughs> because that's a good one that's that's actually an example where i'll be like yeah i don't think that should have been a new i was song. yeah that's a great example that's perfect yeah and you had yeah i had people in the comments being like oh it's just mr like this company they are a international company. You don't think Hybe, you don't think Big Hit knew what they were doing. It's Absolutely. a burnt CD. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> come on now. Come on, we're not naive here. So, yeah. And the I mean, thing is, those people that said that don't think the artists are getting it in. Yeah, okay. But what I hate about it is that I love the song. It's a great right. song. It right. is. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so catchy. I'm hearing it now. I just don't want to see it coming out of them. I just wish they were a bit grown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, though. That's the thing. I didn't think about it who I would give it to. That's the only issue. Someone yeah, with a, like a little playful, like flirtiness and spunkiness. I could see Idol. Yana? Yeah. Yeah. Mentioned Yana. She can do it. Yeah. Saw me. A group though. Oh, a group. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah. It's a group song. I mean, Although is a good solo pick. Yeah. I think Idol would kill it. Yeah, Idol Because yeah. cause I mean Soyan would have rewritten the song, but it would have been really raunchy, I think, if Soyan <laughs> had her hands on that. What Could you done? fathom <laughs> would it be? twice singing cookie? I'm all for it. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? Close. Their 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 style of singing would definitely come off different on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about Red Velvet? I think that's a great Red Velvet, like, rookie-ish era. Like, maybe a Red Velvet of, like, three years ago yeah. or so. I think four years ago would, would really nail that. Yeah, not right now, though. But what they do. I can see Red Velvet. Mm. I think XG could do it, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. That yeah, was that was solid. One. That was a solid one. Solid. That was great. Oh, that was the last question for oh, real? Yeah. Oh, we got through all the questions. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So, man, uh, I guess that's that's the whole podcast. I didn't think we were going to get through all the questions. I, I did. There is a 50-50 question on here that's at least on my sheet that I did want to maybe it? get to. 
Oh, okay. I apologize. Oh, Let no. Me- it, it's just something that I thought was interesting. Uh, it was 50-50 or breaking records as new rookies, but Korea has oh, been quiet yeah. about their soaring success. Oh. Are they in line with New Jeans, Ive, or Triple S? To me, uh, no. However, uh, I'm glad that they're having a lot of success and uh, it doesn't have to come just from Korea for the group to be successful. Um, and the only reason I'm saying they're not on a level is the other groups is because the other groups got a, a couple smashes, like back to back to back. Um, New Jeans is literally flawless, in my opinion, with yeah. everything they put out. Nmix is is really damn near flawless. I mean, if you ask Ace, he's going to remove Young Dumb Stupid. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, but he would say they're flawed. La Seraphim's been... <laughs> La Seraphim's been on a roll. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've is kind of falling a little bit behind everybody else as of late. XG has been flawless. Yeah. And it's hard for me to put 50 50 up there with all of the other groups that they came out around the time because it seems like they only have like one song really taking off with the Cupid joint. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad they're having the success that they're having. And, um, I think it's imperative, uh, for people to remember that, um, it's okay for artists to have success without, the mother country that their label you know is coming from um I'm, i hope they continue to have success as well it's it's another thing of like a good song yeah the thing with with 50 50 that is that like cupid i really enjoy but i think they have plenty of other much better songs uh, i think they're they're like first uh batch of songs that they put out have they're so good i, I per, prefer their first you know debut title track to cupid uh and it did kick off huge which is great for them now they're in dispute with their label as well mm-hmm. currently right now so i don't know if i'm going to be seeing them in two months at kcon where they're supposed to be um but to put them in line right now off of like one big hit with like new jeans and i like definitely not and then triple s included in there triple s is like their own thing yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, there's really, nothing yeah. like them a lot of those idols in triple s are like what I mentioned on Boys Planet. Many of them have zero training at all. And it's interesting because then it is a thing where we're seeing them grow from baseline, like not where they were four years of trainees behind the scenes, but from like day one, we're seeing them with no training and seeing that grow, which is really interesting. So yeah, 50-50, love the success. It's weird that people would tear them down for having so much success. Um, yeah, Support all groups. I don't know. But yeah. Hey, look, I agree. <laughs> I feel like the um the fifty fifty situation. I mean, I guess they are as big as I mean as their label situation is. You know, I just really hope that um you know whatever push they get in advertising and things of that nature, it's very competitive right now. It's super yeah. competitive. Yeah. So if they can keep up and figure things out, man, uh, the sooner the better. Because uh right now there's some groups slinging some fire, 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 and you know. A couple months from now, it might be another group that comes out, you know? Uh, so 50-50, be 40-40 or something, or some new group that just comes out and just takes everything by storm. So, you know, I just, just keep producing. And imagine the amount of pressure you're on when you have a hit like that and you have to follow up. Yeah. That is pressure. Pressure. There was one more question uh, to 1080p from Michael yeah. D'Angelo, 7452. Yeah. Uh, I can't read today. Do you generally think a K-pop crew could ever win a Grammy? Look, I don't know how many times I got to say this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, fuck the Grammys. Yeah, oh, my God. I thought I was going to be alone in this. Thank <laughs> you. No, no, no. Who cares? Bad. Who cares? Yeah, if an idol wins a Grammy, it's great. It doesn't mean anything. 
the BS that goes behind on behind the scenes for people to get Grammys and stuff like that. They invite you to the show. Sometimes they promise them stuff just to get yep. them there. They only want people there for the views. That's why they only invite BTS. Fuck the Grammys. Yep. All right. Um, it, it doesn't matter. I, I hope idols do win the Grammys, but you'd probably be better off caring whether they win Mama Awards and M MMA Awards, even though that's, that's still kind of janky with the way that's done. So fuck awards. Just go support your favorite idol. Buy their albums when you can. Go see their concerts. Buy their merch if you can. Uh, fuck the Grammys. Yeah. I, I yeah. hate them. I hate the yep. Grammys. No, the Grammys are awful. You have bands like like fucking Daughtry winning Best Rock Act. Like, who, what, what are you talking about? Daughtry? For the, right. It just makes no sense. It's all like a political thing. And yeah. the only thing I could say is that I know that there are a lot of like idols that... Uh, there is a romanization of like American life sometimes. And I think a lot of them would absolutely go bonkers to win a Grammy. I think they would absolutely love it because that's what they've grown up seeing. They've been seeing, you know, Jay-Z winning so many Grammys and things like that. And you aspire to that. So for that, for them, I would love that. But as a whole, fuck the Grammys. Like uh, I, I, I always go off like this. LL Cool J doesn't have a Grammy. Snoop Dogg doesn't have a Grammy. Uh, uh, Tupac never won a Grammy uh dmx never won a grammy like there, there's so many people that you can easily make the argument you know kendrick lamar lost his debuted album grammy to Mac that was lamar. infamous too uh you know uh there, there's just so many ones where you just like really raise an eyebrow to 50 cent didn't win best new artist the year he lost evanescence even though i love that one song <laughs> that's <Evanescence>. funny <laughs> 50 cent had a good album Fuck the Grammys, okay? There's so many awards. All of us can pick one where we're like, yeah, that person got a church. Oh, yeah. You know, check that. Check out the performances after on YouTube so that their show can die and just keep it moving. There you go. That's how you do it. Um, you support the Grammys? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> um, no. I don't support the Grammys. We got to have somebody here to support them. I just know that that is something that artists... That's that's a goal. Yeah, yeah. I understand goal. that's that's something to reach for. Yeah. But don't make it a focus. Mm. Because don't make your next album trying to get a Grammy. At the end of the day, it don't mean shit. It don't. It does get you more opportunities. Grammy nominated, <laughs> Grammy award winning artist. Album it sounds do great. <laughs> it sounds great. So I'm not oblivious to what it does do for your career because it can be a great look. Absolutely. And it can have those casual people. Oh, Grammy nominated artists. Let me listen. Wow. You know? So I understand what it does for, you know, the career. And but but at the end of the day, if you don't get it, cool. Cool. That's some of the best never got one. Right. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. If, if, if you don't get it, cool. If you do, take in the moment. I still don't give a damn about the Grammys. No. But if you do get invited to Grammy or some network. Yeah, definitely. Celebrate. Go. Yeah, network. Celebrate. You got a better chance of getting a you know, Grammy off of Drake's Instagram when he gives them away. Well, I'm online. just saying, you yeah. use that opportunity to be like, hey, I want to reach out to this person. Maybe yeah. you get a chance to do meet somebody and everything like that. So that's why I'm not all the way fuck the Grammys because you don't know what can come from it. Oh, I see. But the process of it is still just trash. 
The only thing I don't like is you said don't make it a focus, which is like I think some companies do, and companies the do. music starts to yeah. change a bit. Let's make mm-hmm. it a bit more Western so it's appealing to yeah. the mass audience. Let's I think that is Sharon to write our next couple. Yeah, songs. like that's right. that's Grammy bait. It's Grammy bait. Just like people do Oscar bait, they do Grammy bait as well. That's mm-hmm. definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's whether it's important or not i don't know maybe to the actual artist but at the same time say hey like if a small one say purple kiss randomly won a grammy you can bet i'm gonna be yelling up the mountain about that (laughs) yeah oh i love the grammys (laughs) yeah Yeah. i have a a quick follow-up question just based off of y'all does that make a difference if it's like just them performing opposed to being nominated no, i think or, it's a or, big deal for them to perform at the grammys yes. because a lot of eyes on on it and but it's the casuals it's the casual fans that think every k-pop group is bts like my boss you yeah know? like hey i saw bts on on the radio sun awards i'm like yeah that was nct127 yeah they're all the same <laughs> like yeah, right now nah, everybody's not bts and blackpink man there, there's a lot of different groups so yeah it's, it's good for the casual fans to get uh awareness but are they going to actually spend money on it nope not even a little bit okay. yeah and if they wasn't with you in the journey for you to get a grammy then i mean come on now those new fans that they're thinking about they may get from that stage i don't see it it may look good for the label you they, know they basically the free to play players yeah pretty much <laughs> Yeah, that makes much. sense. I mean, we're the whales. We're the whales. Right. <laughs> we're, we're the whales. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's really it, right? That's yeah, the that's, last. Okay. Obviously, I didn't read well, but <laughs> yes, I believe that is all now. Okay. Prince, did I miss anything? I don't think so. Outside of ones that I think we kind of covered in some ways, like um, does K-pop only have to sing in Korean? Is K-pop a genre? Yeah, we've talked I think about sugar, that. Yeah, Sugar answered this on yeah. an interview where he said it's not necessarily a genre. Um, I, I, I think we have kind of talked about it before, yeah. like how I yeah. wish hip hop was more segmented. I hate the fact that everything is hip hop when we know some is just bullshit. Uh, but I'm pretty sure K-pop artists feel the same. They, they yeah. wish that it was more segmented. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you have to speak in Korean just to make K-pop. I mean, you don't have to speak in english to do american pop music you don't have to speak in spanish to do reggaeton uh you know music you know what i mean you don't you said reggaeton i mean yeah he did say that. yeah all right <laughs> no, i'm just saying like because uh you know well not reggaeton yeah reggaeton most people someone like you know don uh don Omar and all of them they would they okay. would speak in spanish okay you know you don't have to speak in one of the thousand african languages to do afrobeat you know what i mean yeah, I always thought I always thought of K-pop as more as an industry than anything. I've always said that because how can you label something as a genre that they covers a hundred plus genres? Like, how can you you can't do that? So it's an industry. It's the byproduct of that trainee process, debuting, interaction with fans. That's what makes it unique, and that's what makes something K-pop. A Korean artist doing like just like Korean music in the U.S. like that's not K-pop. But having the promotion schedule, having the like, that's what makes it K-pop to me in my head. Jackson Wang and K-pop, man. Stop calling it that. <laughs> that that's what the comment said. <laughs> so, Prince, man, thank you so much. I appreciate uh, it. For coming by, man. Uh, at some point, hopefully we can 
get this gangbuster episode together where we can have everybody that was on the tune trials on it together so that would be prince differently totally. like thena and Locke. if we, we can figure, figure out, out a time because no. everybody's on different time zones yeah. so it's gonna be crazy but if we can get it to happen that would be really dope just absolutely have everybody interacting and kind of keep trying to grow in the uh, k-pop reactive community so we're not so segmented and you know because sometimes you do a reaction and you just want to go vent you know sometimes i'll just call this guy that was trash <laughs> now that i said that i can go back to being normal um you know <laughs> he's laughing because it happened yes <laughs> <laughs> it's just like anything sometimes you're a little bit more careful like you can say some things and still skirt around an issue because like hey listen the shit storm is not fun to deal with i right. guarantee you so it's better to avoid it than you know go straight into the shit you know there you yeah go. just don't <laughs> just don't put it out there you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah man uh you want to tell everybody you know everything that they can go pay and or check out for free <laughs> where, where where can you give me money <laughs> right exactly so, no i mean you can go to my youtube channel <laughs> k-pop prince everything's free there um I, again i don't consider myself a prince that's my name i'm sorry i can't i mean i could Shut change up. it but i'm not going to um but but yeah um i react there on a i would like to say uh um active pace and then over on patreon where i'm actually going to be moving soon to fourth wall but patreon is still uh up and running um doing a lot of shows on there queendom puzzle boys planet we do tons of Seraphim recently live stages album reactions are on there because nice. they're a mess to put on youtube so there's something for you and also our discord community is very unhinged but wholesome and very welcoming to everybody absolutely unhinged by the opening if you remember like they're out of their minds uh, but <laughs> but we'd gladly welcome you we have like hundreds upon hundreds of people in there but like 25 really active people so just people lurking speak up We're, we won't bite it's 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 nice in there so yeah check out some of the stuff and hopefully you find something that you vibe with there's definitely a group there that you love that i have reacted to so yeah nice. man uh and you guys, like, I'm assuming people know where to find our stuff. I mean, we're here on YouTube. We we also have a Patreon. Uh, and we have some stuff coming. And thank uh, you for listening working. to Is This Podcast. Yeah, if you got to this yeah. point, man, yes. we, we love you guys. Yes. Just give you a virtual hug. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. For all the feedback. We love it. We love it. We love it. And uh, we would love to see uh, you guys' uh, combos of actors and uh, artists being actors. Mm -hmm. In the comments and also let us know about your foot fetishes oh god you had to bring it back you had to <laughs> had to bring toenails <laughs> oh <sighs> all right i'll just this will just be my thing i guess <laughs> all right you guys all right <laughs> peace oh that's hilarious oh man